Hey everyone and welcome. We are Achievement Hunting 101, a podcast that jumps to the jam book with jam slams. Now, I am the individual that has no blog posts, but if I were to create one, I would likely be writing about all the crap that you can find at the end of the podcast because that's where I thrive. I may, however, blog about being called into the big leagues in Fufu's absence yet again. And I am Elroy OMJ, your 92nd highest keeper of imaginary internet points according to TA. I am joined today by an individual who in his latest blog post incorrectly crowned Rise as the, air quotes here, clear winner of Best Monty Python Reference Chivo list when clearly the best game is Oh Sir the Insult Simulator. Despite such egregious and reckless actions that have eroded any credibility he has let you know left uh, in him, he is still here with us today. He is Big L. What is up with that blog post, my man? Um well before we proceed, just wanted to say something a little something that you forgot. This is mm-hmm. Achievement Hunting 101, level motherfreaking 150. What happened, guys? Did I not say that? No. No. I think no, you I say, start over yeah. if you want. You just didn't say I the level. Over if you want. <laughs> this you is level 150. <laughs> no, that's not you don't have to start over. over. We're committed. You, this clever editing. This is level 150. There, I said it twice. Yeah, we'll see if you are a substitute <laughs> teacher. It's no problem. This is level 150. No, he's a full-fledged teacher. This is level yeah. 150. We're do all you, uh, we'll do our usual and we'll say Fufu will fix it and post it and he won't. <laughs> right, exactly. This is going to come out exactly uh, as you're listening to it now. Goes. This is where that uh, goes. This is some excellent deflection now, across you know, your, uh, your, your, your gaff. Are you, you talking have. about my two, three, four, possibly five-year-old Monty Python blog post in which I <laughs> found – I scoured the, the, the globe for achievements named after Monty Python and the Holy Grail references and described the them? came up with his rise. And half yeah. a, stop it. Yes, there what achievement good. in Rise was it? Because you're looking at it, yeah. clearly. There, there yeah. were good. Yeah. Rest. There was a good I, one. I, I tried. And half of yeah. the YouTube clips are deleted now at this point, so it's sad to look at the blog post. But I tried linking <laughs> uh, the uh, source material and everything, so Monty Python okay. fans could find it. I love. All right. You should. You should be happy with this. All your. Segments are about pop culture references and achievement titles. You should be yeah, all over. No, this. I was to say that could be something. Yeah, I, I should just borrow from it and make a segment that you can find at the end of the podcast because this is level one fifty. <laughs> what level is this? <laughs> one fifty. I oh, freaking yeah. <laughs> well, we are also joined today by an individual whose life was apparently inundated with contest in the month of May. And who on the 31st of that very month decided to write her latest blog post that summarized all the different competitions going on. There was, of course, no mention of the massive gamer score challenge that countless community members took place in over the course of the month. This omission is, of course, because it was written on the 31st of May, 2020. So we appreciate her taking time out of her busy blogging life to join us. She is M. Well, thank you for that inter- introduction. I'm, I'm working on a follow-up to that blog post. It's just, you know, good content takes time. <laughs> I, uh, it, I The reason I found that is I saw your blog post. I saw 31st of May, and I found it a few days ago, and I thought it was actually from the 31st of May, and I was reading it, and I was like, wait a minute, this all sounds like... And then it, it took me almost to the to the end of it 
to realize that it was a year old and I felt really silly. Well, a lot and of it's duplicate so, content, right? I think it was still better completion. I know, it actually and it was it, still relevant. It still applied. Yeah, it actually still applied. So that is timeless writing right there. I think there that's going to be my hook. I'm just never going to write a blog post again. <laughs> There's clearly just no need. Just copy and paste it. <laughs> just copy and paste <laughs> it and then repost. Oh, and lastly, I am joined by an individual who in their latest blog post is also involved in some serious competitions and has a direct link to a leaderboard where he is ranked 38th of the ever-prestigious Foof's Ridiculous Annual Challenge. We are betting on him getting that Foof and flying up to at least 35th place. He is Kushmoose. Hey, yeah, I actually just posted a new one. Uh Wow, that's that's super random. It's super interesting, me. I just I just felt like posting one just like a minute ago. I don't know what hit me. Uh, that was that was super interesting and very current. It's very interesting. Oh, okay, okay, that's that's uh, I'll have oh, to and very check current. out. I'm, I'm a big fan, as you can tell. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. I hang on every word that y'all write, so yeah. I appreciate all these blogs that y'all have been maintaining for the masses here. Yeah, oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, they're very <laughs> up to date. A follower. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Throw us us a follow, and uh, we promise not to inundate your friend's feed (laughs) with blog posts. Very reasonable. I, I I think that she is. She she won't. I I, I'm I'm with her on that. So yes, I I actually didn't notice that your post was five years old. uh, So which is ironic (laughs) since I looked at the date on the other two. But there you go. So I I apologize if those games were not out. It was still reckless though. Now. We are going to move on to the game showcase in level 150, where we will uh, pick a few games that we just think that y'all should know about. So, ah, I've, I really like to hear uh, Koosh talk about his. I don't know. I'm just looking at the list, and I have no idea what these games are. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll start with my first one, because that's where I like to start. Um, yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> A little game that hit Game Pass not too long ago. In fact, some people call it May 20th. Uh, the Wild at Heart. Now, we had seen that this was coming uh, to Game Pass. And uh, if you know anything about me and the games that I like, uh, just by looking at the art, uh, you could tell that I was going to like this. It, it looks a lot like, um, uh, of course, uh, the other thing quest. is. Yeah, thank you. It looks mm-hmm. like Costume Quest or Knights and Bikes, which also looks like Costume Quest. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I just love the art style. Uh, L, you would probably like the music in this game. Ooh. Uh, the atmosphere and everything is just really fun. It, it kind of feels a little bit like Stranger Things in the woods. Um, yeah, and uh, basically it's Oh, Pikmin. I remember this game. Yeah, it, it is basically Pikmin. Um, so you are, with, with more story and um, a lot more character. Uh, so, yeah, so you just kind of... Mm-hmm. Uh, seems like it's going to start out kind of dark. Uh, there's like a very dark thing that happens at the very beginning of this, or I thought so. Um, is it that you run away from home? It's exactly that you run away from home. You nailed it. I, I don't know. That's like the, the first achievement. Yes. It's about a 1.0 ratio. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. You're, you're running away from home. You spoil um, everything. Oh, boy. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. And you take Spoiler. your proton pack with you, which is basically just a vacuum cleaner. Um, and that's kind of how you interact with the... Um, you know, with the forest at first, and then you start making friends uh, with these little uh, Pikmin-like uh, field mice. I don't know what they are. <laughs> Definitely not field mice. But um, so far in my playtime, uh, I I haven't put too much time into it. Um, I put, you know, maybe an hour, two hours, something like that. Um, 
just enough to get a feel for it. And I can tell that um, it's a game that I like. I definitely like, like I said, I like the character. I like the style. I, I was really digging the music. And um, I am looking forward to putting more time into it. But, um, yeah, if you like Pikmin, I would say check this one out. Does does it have the same kicking mechanic or anything like that? The there is a kick has? mechanic. There is. You got, you kind of, there's some things in the environment that you can uh, run up to and kick. Uh, I think they're, they're garbage bags. You run up to garbage bags and you kick them four times. There's like a little, nice. little health meter on the garbage bag. And when it uh, explodes, you can get some, <laughs> um, you can get some scrap and then use that scrap to build different uh, gadgets. You can improve your vacuum cleaner to make it stronger. Um, you can also get um, seeds and the seeds allow you to grow more Pikmin guys. Uh, and I think I'm about to get the next uh, type of Pikmin which will have different abilities and you can carry up to, I think I had 20 following me recently and you can basically choose where to throw them. So sometimes there'll be things that you can't get to. You can't jump in this game, for instance. So to reach uh, a chest or something that's, uh, you know, up a level from where you're able to walk, you just grab a, you know, one of these guys and you throw them over there uh, and then they'll open the chest. And then if there's a, something they can grab on the ground, they'll pick it up and then you can, you have a little, um, ability to send them back to uh i guess your stash and they'll put it in your stash for you um but yeah so you can also have them uh, build bridges and you know move rocks and all sorts of kinds of crazy stuff uh and i just can't wait to see what else they're going to do when they have more abilities i'm build digging a bridge the achievement list yeah yeah the achievement list is pretty well thought out as a person that does a segment on that i would tell you that i i'm kind of a fan <laughs> of the uh it's got a golasso achievement uh I, that kind of kicked you know that kind of clued me off that there was a kick mechanic uh, mm -hmm. given that you're kicking an item directly into the stash box i know you like the catastrophe oh. i did i saw that i mm -hmm. certainly must did yeah that's yeah. uh that's that's nice yeah so the litter box is cats heard is the one oh. That looks like 26. So, you know, it's got like, a good number. It's not just like a 10. The Gust Buster uh, instead of a Ghost Buster for the back off man on a scientist achievement. Yeah. Oh. Now, Very clever. Looking at the achievement list, it looks like there's nothing missable. There are several collectibles, however. Is this the kind of game that does it just feel relaxed to play through? There's something about seeing a list like this that feels very non intimidating. Like you can not worry about finding a, a walkthrough or whatever. You can just sit down and play. Does the gameplay actually match that sense of like, you can go at your own pace? Cause I'm still, I kind of get what you're saying about what the game is trying to tell you to do, but I'm still a little fuzzy. I'm like, I'm not too familiar with Pikmin, I guess is where it starts. Okay. So when you say that the game is, uh, that wild at heart is very much like Pikmin. I'm actually not super familiar with that. And some of the stuff you're okay. describing sounds a little bit like it's kind of puzzle based. So I'm, I'm still a little fuzzy on how the game plays and if there's any kind of Twitch gaming or you kind of take your time. So where's all that? Absolutely fair. Mm -hmm. Absolutely fair. Yeah. There is no Twitch gaming. This is, this is not um, something where you have to worry about, you know, uh, your reaction time uh, for the most part. Uh, there might be a little bit of stuff that requires a little bit of timing, but it's, it's definitely not, uh, you know, actiony. Uh, Pikmin was a game where you uh, la crash landed on a, a planet and you had these little plant creatures and the different color plant creatures could do different things. I, I think the red ones were fast. The blue ones were strong. The green ones were green. Uh, and they would just do things 
Um, <laughs> uh, they could move different obstacles, basically, or they could fight uh, other things differently. So, so basically, you have these little minion helpers that you can give little tasks to. So you don't actually do anything in this game. <laughs> like, yeah, you kick a trash bag. That's, that's cool. A delegation. Uh, you're, awesome. you're using your vacuum cleaner gust buster uh, to kind of suck up some leaves or, you know, manipulate the environment a little bit with pinwheels and, uh, you know, knock down trees, to make bridges, these sorts of things. But for the most part, the heavy lifting is done by your little Pikmin type creatures. So yeah, you can't move that huge boulder, but 20 of your little Pikmin's can, so you just have to make sure that you can uh, amass <laughs> 20 of them and then you throw all 20 on this boulder and then they'll move the boulder for you. And then you can get back there to get that uh, whatever collectible it is you need or whatever MacGuffin you need to progress the story. Mm-hmm. So, so that's where the so puzzle elements come in. Yeah. Okay. So you, you're running away from home. You go, you get to a forest and you enslave the entire population of the, fo- of the forest <laughs> to do your bidding mm-hmm. as their new tyrant. Mm-hmm. That's, it sounds like a really heartwarming story. Yeah. Like I said, it's a little bit dark. <laughs> it took me a, about five minutes in to realize that you weren't talking about Pikaniku. Um, oh, that, uh, that is a completely different game. Very but I thought different. that's, yeah, that's that's kind of where I also got the kick mechanic. So, uh, but yeah, it's not that game. And for those of you that uh, were thinking the same thing, yeah, it's going to play very different from that. <laughs> okay. I feel like right. you may be too early on in the game to answer this question, but one question that always crosses my mind with Game Pass games is, would the game be worth its non-Game Pass value? Like, is this a game you're playing because it's in Game Pass, or once it's out of Game Pass and they're asking for $25 for it, do you feel like this is a game you would recommend to people? Are you too early this, in to kind of to get that sense, or do you have a sense of where you'd land with that? I think I'm not rushing to spend $25 on this game. Mm-hmm. I think I'm happy, very happy that it's in Game Pass. If it was 15, I would be more conflicted. Uh, but 25, that's an easy, yeah, I'll wait for a sale. Mm-hmm. Um, but 15, possibly, be just because I like the art style. I know that it's kind of for me. Um, yeah. It's also super accessible. Wild at Heart is on xCloud, and it's on PC, right? It's also on oh, 360, yeah, like so that. you can access it pretty much anywhere. So that's, back to another... Going back to another question you had about it was, you know, are there missables or, you mm-hmm. know, is there pressure? I don't think there's a whole lot of pressure. Uh, there look there's some things that look like they might be missable if you haven't looked at the achievement list. But as you're playing, I think you can collect some things, things like um, kicking an item directly into your stash box. Yeah. So maybe you don't do that from the very beginning. Uh, but if you figure that out near the end of the game, you're still going to have a stash box, uh, stash box. You're still going to have items. You could you could still do that. Uh, and I think a lot of the things here are, you know, unmissable uh, quest or, you know, story based stuff um, and just, you know, getting all the things. So I don't think there's anything that's missable, but I can't I, I can't guarantee you that. You can ask uh, Philip. He, uh, he's already beat it. Uh, <laughs> Philip Wendell with the completion. Right all right. Well, sounds like a new one. I I, I, I never heard of that one. Yeah. So while at heart. Um, you had me at Pikaniku, but I'll have to do a little more research now. So I, I like that. <laughs> I one. had you under false pretenses. I'm sorry. <laughs> he did. All right. Well, he has like four games on his in his showcase, so we better get to L in a hurry because he, he has a lot to talk about, it looks like. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the uh, eggplant uh, potato isn't here this week, so, you know, I could talk about whatever I want to, and he won't complain. He's on some beach somewhere, you know, getting a, a tan, a sunburn. His, uh, bikini, potatoes do, yeah. his bikini line. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. But um, 
Ah, good potato. He's streaming a Sarah or something. <laughs> I'm not talking about that one yet. Oh, oh, my bad. I was going to segue and say that since we're all old people here, I had a game in which you play as an old person, which you don't often see. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is called Cross Crush. A rather like a special, uh, but it's Crush with a K. I mean, I don't know what popular yeah. franchise would just put a K instead of a C and just hope for the best. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't understand why they did that. It would probably look better with the C, you know, alliteration and all that. Well, it is a spinoff game. It would just die already, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the same. I mean, <laughs> depends how you play if you want to play. the. <laughs> I mean, you can just get hit by all the cars. So basically, uh, it is considered a puzzle game. But you don't, at first, you're like, what is going on here? Uh, so you take control of uh, a man or, or a woman, I believe. The man's name is Henry. I forgot the woman's name. We'll say Ophelia. <laughs> or Gertrude or something like that. I don't know. Um, and I think the game is actually co-op, oh, cool. but I, I didn't try co-op mode. So basically you run down the street and you, uh, you know, for no reason at all, you blow up cars. And the more cars you blow up, you get a combo. And that's basically the gist of the game. Uh, unlike most Rattle-like games, it takes more than 10 minutes. The estimate on TA is one to two hours. Um, you have to go through at least, I think, eight of the levels. Um, because yeah. there's an achievement for playing the last wave of level eight on the hardest difficulty. Um, there's a couple of guides for that one. That one's not easy. Um, there's a trick to go through the first <laughs> bunch of waves. Now, someone I was said, ask you if you did that. Yeah, well, did you get it to I, work? I was reading that you, if you stand in, in the right place, the cars will just go past you. Yeah, but that no didn't way. work. It doesn't but, work. No, one it of the comments, work. one of the commenters said, just go all the way to the back left and keep holding left, and that did work. So you just hold down left, and it works. Uh, yeah, well, now you know. I had to play that. I had to play that <laughs> legit. That was not uncalled fun. for. <laughs> so you can cheese it huh. a little bit, but it still took you a little while. Um, I don't know. I, I thought it was a little bit charming. You know, you, you're an old man. You and if you can't blow up the the cars, you you whack them with your cane. And there's achievements related to <laughs> killing cars with your cane. <laughs> um, yeah. Did anyone else play this this gem? I, I, I mean, I had the the same experience with that one trick. So that's why I asked. Uh, I'd be curious if anybody else had it. Got that trick? I'm gonna to guess Michelle work. played it all legit. But let's ask her. <laughs> I I did not get that trick to work either oh. i sort of found like a halfway version of it that kind of worked but still required more effort than was probably necessary because i would hang out toward the bottom and line myself up for the cars to pass me but after every single car that passes you you had to readjust in order to not get run over by the next set of cars because i'm guessing elroy you kind of did the same thing where you just kind of planted at the bottom of the screen and the solution says, okay, the cars are all just going to pass you. You're going to find the spot, and they're just going to mm -hmm. fly right by you. But there, that spot must be so particular, because what actually happens is the first set of cars will pass you, but then they knock you out of place, and the next set of cars will kill you. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and I started to look at the patterns of the cars coming before, so you didn't want to line up um, where there were special types of cars. So while, like I'll describe, there are cars coming toward the bottom of the screen – 
there are regular size cars and then there are longer cars that take up two lengths of a car, mm. basically. There are ambulances where if they get to the front, they zoom straight forward. There are like steamrollers that patch up holes in the ground because when you play on harder difficulties, the cars you explode leave holes <laughs> in the ground. That's what I used was the was the the paving machine mm-hmm. roller thing, majiggies, because I mean, there's no way you can beat it otherwise because you run out of out of <laughs> out of asphalt that you can use. Right, so. exactly. I liked Cross Crush, but unlike some of the other Rattalaka games where I've enjoyed the gameplay, I was ready to be done with it when the achievements were done. <laughs> yep, I had definitely oh, hit okay. my line. All right, now on that note. So I did, in the time you were describing it, I did look up to see how we all did. And uh, the the time report on it is, is no, that... No, don't brare oh, me. Oh, no, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. <laughs> it's not allowed. Yeah, so, so Wait, it's interesting you that you said you were, you were done with it when you got to the end no, of it. I, but uh, there are those amongst us that literally took twice as long. So <laughs> you, clocked in, you clocked in at one hour, 30 minutes. I clocked in at two hours. And then someone else, three hours. So <laughs> that was Koosh. Listen, clearly. I have yeah. to pause the game and walk away. All right, damn it. <laughs> I, and you had to use your cane. Um, Walker, walk her away. You need to uh, play this gem. My guess well, now, the, now there's pressure. Well, yeah, you, yeah. Ninety you minutes. Have to do it in yeah, see where you land. You have to see, see where you land where on you the land. timeline here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My guess off the top would be, but I don't think that's the case for this game. I I argue a lot that when it comes to puzzle games, especially ones that have that sort of up, up, right, right, down, left kind of mechanic to it, which this Mm -hmm. one does not cross crush. Like it's the stages are static, but it's not as simple, quote unquote, as press up, press left, press right, because the cars move. It, It does have a static solution, but it's not that easy to write. But when people use video walkthroughs, they wind up taking more time because Mm -hmm. you wind up watching the video walkthrough for the first five tutorial levels. And because you're trying to follow the video, you're looking over, you're pausing, you're matching it. And frequently with puzzle games in particular, if you have a sense of what's going on, you will always move faster without the video. So just fast forward the video when you get really stuck. But I don't think this is the kind of game that was really video reliant. Did either of you like reference a video a bunch? (laughs) Oh, I know Elroy's answer huh? to that one. If it's a straight <laughs> it, line, he'll it, still watch a video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I believe there was one available. Um, I played it pretty quick after it came out, so I think it, there was one a video. So uh, yeah, I would have I would have had to have because I would have found out about that trick. That's yeah. So definitely. No, I definitely. found the trick from yeah. Th- that's why in the solutions, make sure you read all the comments, and then sometimes it's a little tricky. You have to click on view all comments because some of them are buried. So yeah, someone said just go to the back, bottom <laughs> left or bottom right and just keep running and and it worked. Um Pop- there, popular games there like was this have this a lot of, eight a lot minute, of guys. There was like an <laughs> there was an eight minute video and I looked at it for the um for the hard achievement ones, the hard difficulty ones. But other than that, hmm. you didn't really need it. Well, if it's there, you might as well use it. I mean Of course, of course, I mean, Elroy, you're right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, come you're on. definitely right. But Anyway, that's well, uh, Cross Crush. It's a $5 Red Alike game. I would say you could do worse, but you could also do better. <laughs> Much like most <laughs> of their catalog. <laughs> right. That's fair. But it is optimized for Series X, which always makes me laugh when those simple graphic <laughs> games show up with the X symbol. 
you can really get the feel of getting <laughs> ran over as, a, as an elderly person. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it just really brings it to life for you. Right. You're like living the yeah. sensation of blowing up a car with your cane. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the car's right there. Well, okay. Well, that's uh, that's uh, in case anybody is interested in a game where the up, down, right, left mechanic does isn't play. Yeah, play food run. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, M, you you knew much about that. What you got for us? I am also going to talk about a puzzle game, which isn't a terrible surprise coming for me. Uh, <laughs> last week or two weeks ago, I want to say, I think the last time I was on Puyo Puyo Tetris Two had gone on sale. And so I finally picked it up. As you all know by now, I love puzzle games. That's my genre of choice. So the first game I was able to play because Elle had imported it. So I was able to play the Japanese version on the Xbox as it's region free. I got the completion, which wasn't terribly difficult to do. It just takes some time and some grinding. And thankfully, the second game was released in American markets, which is awesome because it's so much easier to access. Most, For the most part, up till now, I have been playing the adventure mode, which sounds silly and kind of is. They build a storyline for it. So Puyo Puyo and Tetris are two different franchises. Tetris is obviously Tetris. Puyo Puyo, in case you're not familiar with it, which I think most people are by now. But growing up, as we did in uh, that Nintendo, Super Nintendo era, Puyo Puyo never really came over here as Puyo Puyo. But if you played Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, or if you played Kirby's Avalanche, you played Puyo Puyo. They just called it something that would make it more friendly for sales in the United States or in other English-speaking markets. So they actually build up this little story where something has happened where Puyo Puyo exists in one world and Tetris exists in another world, and something's trying to break the barrier between the two. So that's why you wind up with these different game modes where you're playing Puyo Puyo versus Tetris. But what's interesting in a lot of ways to me is that the game assumes that you played the first one, which wasn't translated into English in America. So there'll be these references to, huh, you seem familiar, like I've fought you before. And us Xbox players didn't actually get to read that in English. It was released in English on the PlayStation, but not for Xbox. So that I found interesting. But wow. It really doesn't change the gameplay. If you like Puyo Puyo or Tetris, it's a lot of fun. It's bright. It's colorful. Like I like Tetris effect, but it's very, I don't know, like arty. Has everyone here played Tetris <laughs> effect, right? Because it's free Xbox <laughs> Series X. Very arty. I, I, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Artsy it's definitely very arty. Yeah. It is. It's going to win an Oscar or something like <laughs> That's that. That's how it yeah. feels. Like, it's a little bit like a independent theater version of Tetris. And that's great. I, I love what <laughs> it's going for. The guy who developed it, I, you know, is known for making games where music is very important to the gameplay. I'm all for it. But this really feels more like playing your old school Tetris or Puyo Puyo, where, again, bright, colorful. There's the sound effects are all, again, that sort of bright kind of uh, atmosphere. So it's a lot of fun for the $20 that it was on sale for. It's totally worth it. There is some online, so it's easy enough to boost. So if you know somebody with it or if anyone wants to ping me, I'm happy to help because online, of course, is quite dead. But I, I have a great time and it's a little ratio inflated because you can get some achievements pretty easy. I, I'm having a great time with it. 
What? So the online's already dead on it? It just came out in December. I mean, the online was never really yeah. alive. Yeah. Especially on Xbox. Hmm. I don't believe it's cross-platform. Um, hmm. But there was one other thing I wanted to mention that I had forgotten. When you start the adventure mode, <clears throat> there's something on there, I believe, that's like a dynamic difficulty. So the game pays attention to how you're doing and slides the difficulty based on how you're doing. The problem is, for someone like myself who's good at Tetris but bad at Puyo Puyo, I played a bunch of Tetris levels and did really well, and it turned the difficulty way up on the Puyo Puyo levels and made them impossible mm. for me to beat. But thankfully, you can go back and undo that. So, But I thought it was cool they had that sort of dynamic difficulty deal. I just wish that they had separated the franchises when they did that, because they play completely differently. Yeah, that's that's not good. I, I mean, I have no idea how to play Puyo Puyo. And so, I mean, yeah, I've been like, what the hell, man? So can you get the Puyo Puyo first and then really set the bar low for your Tetris? <laughs> it's the, yeah. the adventure mode is it's individual battles. Like the, the whole story is framed as you're battling somebody on the other side. Sometimes they're your friends. Sometimes they're quote unquote enemy characters, but nothing's ever really that serious. So mm-hmm. I guess you could throw the difficulty if you wanted to, but you can just readjust it in the in the menu. So you don't lose anything one way or the other. And the game doesn't compel you to play on a higher difficulty for any reason. So you play to what you're comfortable playing at. Hmm. Okay. I think you answered my question when you said you got it for $20. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, would you have been okay paying 40 for this? Loaded question. quick answer if we didn't have game pass and all that stuff that already means that we have so much accessible 100 percent, absolutely if you were asking me this question when i was buying a handful of games a year 40 dollars that's a discount price 60 dollars is a full price new game but now when we have all this other stuff to play i almost did buy it at full price but i just had so much other stuff kicking around so i did wait for that sale if you're if this is the kind of thing you enjoy playing it probably is worth that for you, but most of the people in this community, there's plenty on our plates. It's worth waiting for a sale. Gotcha. Hmm. Oh, it is a Sega game, so you know that's that's that used to mean something. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> yeah, Sega. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So if you want to uh, play Tetris and then another game with a bunch of colored balls, then you would. <laughs> You know, get this one if you want, you know, dolphins jumping out of the water as you submerge and mingle with sea life and play Tetris, then get the other one that's on Game Pass. So that's uh, that's Echo the Dolphin. More arts. Dolphin. I did on porpoise. You know what's going to say. Oh, here we go. All right. So, uh, (laughs) your turn. I I guess I get to say something now. I'm curious what uh, you've played since it's been a little while since you've been on the panel. Uh, we haven't yeah, yeah, gotten yeah. to hear. I mean, well, I was, I'm sure you've played hundreds of games literally since the last time. Gosh, you yeah, sat in that it chair really has. Yeah, so I, was, I really had to think about what what was the focus I wanted to go with. Empire I mean, Lost. I, oh, sorry, like, something in my throat. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, okay, so let me just say something about that real quick. So, <laughs> um, you know, competing in Uh-oh. that contest, Uh-oh. it was awesome in a way because. I think I can't, I'm not 100% sure, but I think I have more gamer score than anybody else that entered that thing. So I've already played all those games. Mm-hmm. And so for me to get anywhere near the numbers that I got, 
I really had to scrape a barrel here because, <laughs> uh, you know, like <laughs> I've already played all those games. That's why I have high gamer score. I, mean, I haven't played all a bunch of good games, but come on. So, um, yeah, so that was that was very challenging for me to find games that I hadn't already played, and then you know someone else could just drop ten thousand in like one day uh, because they had so many more op, you know options, and I'm sitting here with like twice as much gamer score, and that's like literally you know six hundred less options for me to choose from. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I'm not making excuses here. I'm just you know letting you know. So uh, so I played a bunch of really weird stuff and. Uh, I decided to get back to what I was working on the month before that whole thing went down, which was uh, elevating myself on the beat 'em up leaderboard. So I've been kind of focused on beat 'em ups and party games. I, I I really don't know why. I just enjoy a good beat 'em up. So I've been playing a lot of beat 'em ups, and so I actually have two that are kind of thematic here. They're beat 'em ups with a hero uh, theme to them. So. Uh, they're kind of the uh, on opposite ends of the spectrum, it's kind of the yin and the yang of the beat 'em up hero genre. So how's that for niche and thematic? Okay, so the first one is the good side of this, which is OKKO. Okay, Let's play heroes. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm so I'm gonna guess it's Japanese. Just a hunch. No, it's what? actually <laughs> and it's like a Cartoon Network game yeah it's like uh it's so i I, i've never heard of it it's so on the nose bad japanese translation that there's no way it was actually a japanese game (laughs) (laughs) yeah it says yeah okay ko i don't know uh ko might be the main character's main name i'm not 100 percent sure even what the main character's name is because i see i see what they did there yeah okay ko let's play heroes it's apparently a cartoon network show that came out like a couple of years ago, I have not watched Cartoon Network since. So you know, I probably <laughs> don't. You know, Johnny probably Quest. Am on, yeah, it really wasn't around when I was watching cartoons, and I don't know, it it wasn't available when I was in college. So there you go. Um, but anyway, it's a beat 'em up, and the game revolves around some kid who's trying to become a hero. So uh, his mom's a hero. He lives in a town of heroes, and so the kind of the plot is is that everyone has a card. So don't worry. Now don't don't tune out because you think it's a card and board game because I mean, you know, it doesn't put the board and board, you know, in board games here. It is not a card and board game. It is just part of the storyline. So don't don't fret. And so everyone has a card that has their hero level on it and then they get zapped. All right? So they get zapped by the main enemy guy that if you're a fan of this cartoon you probably know who that is i have no idea who it was he has a mustache okay now uh, a lot of the characters do actually charlie but chaplin you have <laughs> yeah it could have been i don't know uh, oh i do have to say something about one of the characters that has a mustache which is the main boss guy uh you gotta look this guy up i wish i could tell you his name so <laughs> i don't know maybe boss guy okay ko but uh he, he like wears pants and a tie and then his muscles are just all over the place. And uh, I really like his character. And so like if you walk by him, he warns you. He's like, he's like, careful. Uh, my muscles could bulge at any moment. And so like you don't, you got to give him a wide circle because, you know, he might accidentally flex and hurt you. Uh, so I like, obviously like that character. But that has nothing to do with the game. That is, I think, probably a character from the show. So... I can't really give the credit to the game. So uh, 
so back to the cards. They've been zapped. They have no power. So they have to get activated to at least a level one card. And then once they get to at least level one, then you can call on them in battle. And then you can, it, that's kind of the, the fight mechanic. So it's like a beat them up. And then you can, uh, as you, you know, exchange fisticuffs, uh, your power ups fill up. And then you can call on your card collection, uh, which are the other characters in the game. And then they'll make a quick appearance and, you know, wreak havoc on them. And then you know, you begin filling up the meter again. So that's kind of the, uh, the fight mechanic. So, uh, but the, the whole area is like a real small area. It's like a little shopping mall area. And I was trying to think of what this game was similar to, and I know exactly what it is. And it's not doom. Uh, I, I know I'm foof and all, but, uh, I'm, it's not doom, but Koosh, Aww. it is very <laughs> similar to that, Titif Mega Party game. <laughs> I, I forget the exact name of it. Yes. Uh, which is actually another cartoon or something, right? Or a comic strip or something. Yeah, right? French comic, I believe. Yeah. So it's I, I played that recently, and it's actually really similar to that because uh but instead of like you know figuring out what to do and then you know start dancing in place and then you have like a little mini game, you basically encounter like a box on the ground and you interact with it and then it begins a fight sequence uh on a different screen so it kind of loads the screen and it's you know you just fight and then when the fight's over you return to the uh shopping mall area and then you just kind of continue so it was actually really similar to that and it's same kind of similar gameplay so if you've played that game then uh, this is kind of like a beat 'em up version of that. So instead of a mini game version, it's like a beat 'em up. So, but it's not terrible. It had a decent amount of comedy. Um, but again, I think that all comes from it. I don't know how much of it was original and how much of it was just borrowed straight from the cartoon, which I'm sure, you know, a lot of it was from that. But, um, that's about all there is to it. I actually enjoyed the game. It's kind of an easygoing little, uh, beat 'em up. So if you're looking for a fun little one, um, it's uh I, I think it was on sale not too long ago, but it's a twenty dollar game, so um it's entirely possible I lost my my dang mind and spent twenty dollars <laughs> on it, but I cannot I'm not hundred percent sure because usually I only go up to fourteen ninety nine. So it might have been on sale. It might not have I might have accidentally spent twenty dollars on it just because I was looking at for looking for the next uh, shortest completion for a beat 'em up and it was the next one on the list. So uh it's entirely possible I spent twenty dollars on it. Don't die <laughs> so uh, but yeah, that's uh, that was uh, probably the game I've enjoyed the most uh, in June, I would say. Like, okay, yeah. And it's worth $20. It's $20. Right. No, but then it's worth $20. If you actually enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, right, I, I got time. $20 worth of yeah. enjoyment out of it, yeah. I agree with so. that. The lowest price it's well, ever been is $14, so... It's oh, you got ripped off, that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't recently, though, was it? No, I don't think it was terribly recent. Okay, so I, I think I, I shelled out 20 bucks for that. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty eighteen. Uh, yeah. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. I, I haven't owned it. I haven't been sitting on it for two years. So. Yeah. Wow. It's. Uh, I know yeah, what that's it's, like. <laughs> <laughs> I decided. Yeah. Why not? So it's it's got you know four hundred sixty nine whole uh, track gamers. <laughs> so very popular title from twenty eighteen. I was actually going so to touch you... on that because it does have a very <laughs> low tracked gamer pool. But it's been completed by 80 of those gamers, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's clearly quite completable. And it's 
it really kind of crystallizes this strangeness we're in with using something like TA ratio, because I get the feeling if OKKO Let's Play Heroes came out on something like Game Pass, this would be something that's at like a three or 4,000 TAD. It's a 12 to 15 hour game, but nothing's particularly tough. It's probably not hard to get on your tag, I would imagine, right? I, I would guess the first achievement's pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, it's part of the storyline. You have to go buy a pack of cards or else you won't be able to progress in the story. So Okay. Yeah, so it, it makes yeah. it makes the the game look almost deceptively like quicker or easier than it might be because it's worth just under sixteen hundred TA and once again it's a twelve to fifteen hour game. So it's just it's interesting how, how all this sensibility has been warped with Game Pass, but it isn't in Game Pass. So you said you enjoyed it, but generally, mm-hmm. if you're recommending to a fan of the genre, someone outside the genre, where does this fall? Is this something that would be an easy recommendation? Or, hey, if you like these beat-em-up games, you should pick this one up. What do you think? Um, well, see, I'm probably a bad one to ask because, like, uh, for when I like a good beat-em-up, I like a old-school beat-em-up. And this is not really a – this is kind of a hybrid beat-em-up where you have to, like, travel around. And then the, the fight's – you're not like encountering enemies as you go. They're all scripted encounters where there's a box you interact with it, and mm-hmm. then there's a fight, and it's all on one screen. and And the enemies variety is not great. So, I mean, it's not a, a great game by any stretch. I mean, it's it's rated fairly well, but um, I don't think there's anything really overly special about it. Mm-hmm. I guess if you're a fan of the series, I mean, why not? But if if you know absolutely nothing about the OKKO universe, like I don't, I mean, I don't know anything about it. And, um, and, you know, you might laugh a few times. There's a lot of comedy inserted in there and uh, some pretty cool mustaches. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. And all the all the achievements are in all caps. So that's got that going for it. It's true. I mean, yeah. And do you but, see yourself uh, going back for the completion? Oh, yeah, I'm going to finish it because uh, it's... Uh, I'm just trying to move up on the uh, that leaderboard. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it, it's very doable. There's nothing that I've had any trouble with. Like, there's some that sound like they would be difficult achievements, but they haven't really been like, um, like building up like this really high combo. Um, that's not really that difficult mm-hmm. to do. Like, you have to get like a combo of thirty hits in a row. Like, you have one of those where you're supposed to talk with everybody. Uh, in the game that was actually really easy but it sounds you know it's yeah, like it one of those teams it's like oh man this is gonna be a pain in the butt and uh but no i haven't had a whole lot of trouble though the biggest problem i've had is that there's at this point there's really no there's no guides that i can find well there's like a video guide but it's a long it's a long game so to try to figure out where you are in the video would take a while so you spend a lot of time actually trying to figure out what to do it, it doesn't really give you a whole lot of direction uh, but fortunately, there's only the, it's not it's like a real small area. Like I said, it's like that mega party game. So, um, like in that game, if I didn't know what to do, I literally just went to every single area and interacted with everything I could see. And that's kind of what you do here. Is like I, I got a loop that I do. So I make a loop every time there's a new quest, and I, I eventually find it. Mm-hmm. So it's, because I can't hardly figure out what they're trying to get you to do. So it could benefit from a little better direction or a better, like a walkthrough would be really good. But uh, yeah, I haven't found a good one to use yet. Need one of those 469 starters to commit to writing one. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, probably so. And uh, yeah, there's there's there are video walkthroughs out there, but again, like when, when you're dealing with like a 15 hour game, it's just like I don't know. It's hard to find where you're at. And I mean, I guess I should do that and just follow along, but I don't know. I haven't. It hasn't been so challenging yet that. I've just gotten totally frustrated. That would be my next game when I get to it. Hmm. <laughs> so, spoiler alert, it's coming. Now, uh, I, mean, I have Lakush. a question, Elroy. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I have a beat em up way. A beat em up what? <laughs> beat em up way. Come on now. Um, a beat em up way. It's a segue. Yeah. Just go with oh, it. Just oh, go I with gotcha, it. Okay, just go I with gotcha, it. I gotcha. Okay. So my in my haste, I added all of my Rattleica games to my game pool to be picked up for uh, RTDL. Mm-hmm. Is this a Paul 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 question? It is. I knew it. <laughs> oh, I love that game. That is an awesome game. Well, oh, I could talk about Paw Paw for a while. I was going to talk some Paw Paw. Well, I there's no uh, time estimate on the site. Which means that of the Correct. 76 people that completed it, uh, people didn't bother putting in their time estimates. Shame, shame, shame. So I wanted to know quickly uh, how long you think it takes and if it was any good. I guess you liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it. It uh, looks like my time estimate, or see, it says I finished it in five hours and 38 minutes, but I swear it was faster than that. I must have, like, I don't know. How did you I, know I, that? I, think it's... I was going to ask about that, Koosh. I just. Uh... <laughs> I apparently have spent too much time with yeah, you. That's a good. That's after a hundred fifty episodes. I didn't write together. it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, Kush has played it. Yeah. He apparently, has. he and I are. He's uh, my only other friend that has played this game. I've and, dipped my paws uh, in. Yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> he, he's only put two paws okay, in. Yeah, though. Yeah. He hasn't committed that third, third paw yet. So, yeah. Well, I guess maybe the better question is to ask Kush. Like, what? What? is keeping you from did you just lose interest or did it because it it can be kind of the difficulty can ramp up where you can't beat a stage and it can get frustrating that's what happened i i uh, was trying to go through this game i thought this was uh gonna be quick so imagine you're in a contest where you need to score a lot of game score very quickly (laughs) and you load up your your trusty your your known to be quick games your rattalikas you just download them because you know it's a (laughs) rattalika i'm talking 20 30 minutes and I'm out. Uh, no, not the case with Paul, Paul, Paul. Um, yeah. So it, it's, it's much more grindy than your typical rattle. you're going to wear out your X button. Um, cause you're going to be smashing people nonstop. All right. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I, so I, I basically just didn't I have time. On I, I will go all back right. to it. But. All right. I can help all of you all out. Oh, okay. And I just did notice that I rated this a five because I actually did really enjoy it. Um, so if you are smashing the X button a lot, you're doing it wrong. How you play this game, uh, I learned this after the first boss just murderized me like three, four times in a row. I'm like, okay, so you apparently cannot get close to people. So ditch any notions of using a character that has any kind of melee weapon, and you need to use the archer. Just level up the archer. Don't use anybody else. Level up the archer and shoot the hell out of everything. And when they get close to you, the roll that you have a button that rolls, just roll to the other side of the screen and then just start shooting them again. And they get next to you, roll, <laughs> just rinse and repeat. That's all you have to do. You can you'll level up so fast and the archer becomes uh he has like two power-ups. One's like 
you call on something from the sky and like all this crap falls on them. And then the other one is like an ice shot that freezes them in place. And then you can just keep shooting them. And then when they get out of it, you just shoot them with the ice shot again. And it's really an overpowered character. So that's how you would beat it really quickly. So I'll probably spend a good 45 minutes figuring out that the archer is the way to go. And the only thing on this game that is, oh man, it's a little, uh, it's going to try you a little bit is the main boss, uh, King Bunny Lord the third. Uh, King Bunny Lord the third probably is called King Bunny Lord the third because he has three stages to him. So like you fit you you defeat him and then you're like, okay, cool. Oh dang, he's got another he's got another form. And then he, he comes at you with a different weapon, and then you defeat that one. And the second one's actually one of the more annoying ones. And then it's like are you kidding me? This thing's got another form. It, it, I believe that there's at least three forms. There might be a fourth form. I can't, I mean, I was so happy when I finally beat that thing. And uh, yeah, so the main boss is a little annoying, even with the archer. So, but anyway, that if you use the archer, you won't have any problems. So All right, to thank answer you your question. <laughs> thank you for that. Um, <laughs> to answer brief, your question. Uh, interlude. <laughs> to answer, uh, you're the one who brought up Paw Paw Paw. I, I told you I, I can talk some Paw Paw Paw. If you want to talk some Paw Paw Paw. Well. Yeah. Uh, I, I can talk some Paw Paw Paw. You so, knew what you were doing. Uh, um, yeah. Then, you must have but my maybe like list off. Probably four hours. Three to four hours. Okay. I did in my so brief research. Room, you just go back and just put three to four hours. Okay, great. In my brief research, I <laughs> saw that the game was launched without an easy mode and um, some certain YouTuber complained and they put in an easy mode. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> if you played it what the hell? with an easy? Okay. <laughs> well, it's still supposedly hard with the easy on the easy difficulty. Oh, I don't know if I played easy or not. I played it pretty soon after it was released. Oh, yeah. So let's see. It was released in December, and I played it in December. So there you go. And the other uh, thing I noticed, uh, Michelle, get excited, is that this game seems to be four-player local co-op. I'm busy I can that see day. That. It's it's very similar to <laughs> Castle Crashers in Michelle's a way. busy. <laughs> I mean, there are some Castle Cash- Crasher aspects to it. Oh, I mean, so the whole the whole game the whole game is awesome because it's like the whole premise of the game is pretty funny. It's all about a bunch of animals that don't want to wear pants. So that's that's the whole point of the game. All right. Speaking of which, should... uh, I think uh, it's Kush's turn. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. He wears pants. He's Kush. What's right, up? Sorry about Level one fifty. No problem. Uh, the next game I want to talk about, and the last game I'm going to talk about uh, in this showcase, is going to be brief. Uh, it is Troll <laughs> and I. Brief oh, pants. Boy. I get it. I didn't mean it, yeah. but I get it. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't be forced to wear them, though. <laughs> so Troll and I, we have we have we have recommended this game in the past, uh, but to my knowledge, no one has played it. Uh, I recommended <laughs> it uh, for sales back on episode 143, and Matrark recommended it. Back on L's favorite episode, uh, level 69. Um, nice. And I had always intended <laughs> to try this out. Well, it's on sale this week. So I said, I've just, I've been looking at this thing too many times. I've recommended it. You know, we've recommended it several times. I need to actually put some time into this thing. So I picked it up and I played it. And Elroy. Oh, Elroy. What's up? What's up? This game needs it's, to be is it horrendous it needs to be reviewed by you 
Like I, I tell you what, it, that one point nine stars really has caught my eye a little bit. There. You need to play this game, my friend, uh, because I do like a good bad game. You will have so many things to say about it. Um, <laughs> it is, it is essentially okay. So this was released in twenty seventeen, so it's a little bit older now. Uh, it is essentially a bargain bin um, Tomb Raider game. How deep in the bargain bin are we talking here? Well, we're we're talking. It's it's a it's a, next to all the sports games. It's a very mediocre game, um, but it's like so mediocre that it's like gone beyond mediocre. And now it's good because you can just laugh at how mediocre it is. Um, yeah, it is. A, it is essentially a Tomb Raider like game. It's action adventure. Um, there are cutscenes, or of course there are cutscenes, but in Elroy land. They're all skippable, mm-hmm. like with a button, oh, for real? Go, boop, and it's gone. You go, boop, and <laughs> no, you have no, so you can you can have absolutely no idea what's going exactly. on. Exactly. As I was playing this, oh, I love it. As I, I was playing it. this game, I was just thinking Elroy. I was like, Elroy needs to play this. He needs to talk about this. Well, the now, important the question problem, now mm-hmm. is: you said it's on sale. Is it under the magic fourteen ninety nine? Oh, it is. Oh, we will talk about mm. that later. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> That's not a so, segue yet. It's a uh, foreshadow way. Exactly. I'm it's not foreshadow sure. way. I the love price it. is right and the stars are right. Mm-hmm. The stars are aligning <laughs> to the price. Now, however, if you skip the cutscenes, you're going to miss some some comedy gold. Oh. Some comedy oh. gold. Uh, I, I, I saved a little clip. I'll send it to you later. Um, it's oh, amazing. Nice. And that's that's just like one of the very first things that I saw. I'm like, there's going to be so much more. Uh, you're running. Through, okay, so everyone in this game apparently has dreadlocks. I, I guess hair, hair tech is just so much easier when everyone has dreadlocks. <laughs> um, and it, the very first thing your guy does is he goes out and he goes hunting for boar meat because you're all out of meat. He's like, mother, we're out of meat. I need to go hunt. So he goes out and he's... <laughs> is he actually talking to his mother yes. or is he like exclaiming? No, he's talking okay. to his mother. So he then goes out okay. to hunt these boars. In the middle of the hunting the boars... All of a sudden, like you, you'll be like stalking them, and then you'll throw your spear. And I was like, "Oh, this is like Tomb Raider. It feels a lot like you know the hunting Tomb Raider. <laughs> Not as good, but it feels like that." And then all of a sudden, like my control went away. Like I couldn't do anything. And and you just see your character. Like you, normally, you're behind him. All of a sudden, like sw- like it swings. The camera swings around. You're looking at him from the front, and you see his his dumb expression. He's just like <laughs> eyes wide, mouth open. He's kind of like looking left. He's looking right. You're like. Why is he acting like he's hearing something? This is really weird. And it happens several times. And you're just like, what? Why are you taking control away from me to have this guy listen in the woods? Like, that makes no sense. Well, then you're introduced to the troll character. You're going to love this game. You're going to love it. But, but you have to watch some of the, uh, the cutscenes. Let me tell you the other things that you're going to love about this game. All right. Uh, you can play it on easy. At okay. any point, you can change the difficulty. I, I tend to start things on normal. I started on normal and I was just like going through the options. I said, Oh, you oh, can man. actually kick back. Don't be, easy. Don't be here. Man. At any point you can kick down. Uh, the cutscenes are all skippable. Uh, the co-op <laughs> achievements, there's two or three can be cheesed. So you don't have to nice, play co-op nice. the entire time. You play single player and then you can reload checkpoints and do the co-op achievements from those reloaded checkpoints just by plugging in a second controller and you're, and you're done. Um, and the dialogue is so mediocre. You're going to love it. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm actually enjoying this game uh, because of nice. how mediocre it is. Yeah. Uh, you have really done a really good sell job on me. The only thing that concerns me is the uh, elephant in the room here with the uh, 4,425 TA on this here. You know, uh, mm. I don't know why. 
I don't know why it's that. I think it's just people start it. Is it like a real quick achievement and everyone realizes it's hot garbage and then just quits or I what? I don't know. And there's, there's no time estimate on it either. I'm going to see this one through because uh, I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> um, and just, oh gosh, it's, it's so good. Your, your troll is basically a Monchichi. So if you remember Monchichi or Monchi, it was Monchichi, right? Monchichi, Monchichi. Nobody pop, remembers pop, pop. this? With the little monkeys, the little monkey dolls. They were like, no. oh, man, I'm so old. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he reminds me of a, a giant Monchichi. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I need you to experience this. <laughs> so right. I found mm-hmm. a review Monchichi? on Co-Optimus. Oh, okay. And the first sentence says, Troll and I is a platforming and puzzle solving game for up to two players, but at times leaves one player to do nothing but wait for the other to progress. Hey, Michelle. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm busy that day. <laughs> Does that sound like oh, every game we play? <laughs> I just found the Monchichi. Yes. Oh, yeah. Those things are so, uh, yeah. those things are so hideous. Yeah, he looks like the missing link. And um, <laughs> yeah. So oh, the other thing is uh, the collectibles you have to pick uh, up all show up on the map. Like you don't have to get earn a skill to get them. Like they're just a dot on the map, and you just go pick them up. So um, nice. So, yeah, I so just want to check all the out boxes. there. I looked at a just a random achievement solution on TA for a story, mm-hmm. so uh, you know not skippable, not missable. And the first sentence of the solution is like the game as a whole. This boss was a very glitchy mess. So I think <laughs> that might explain why the ratio is so high. there's probably a point at which the mediocrity is overshadowed by the inability to play a t and people just give up but <laughs> maybe i am I'm, I'm excited to hear more about your journey through this game i've never heard anyone better sell mediocrity to somebody else so <laughs> oh no this he's really I, really piqued my I interest here bean dive this game tonight i i can almost uh, see oh, it man. happening if we weren't recording yeah. so late maybe tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely going in the stash for a certain contest uh <laughs> at some point in the future but this 4000 ta here but yeah so i figured i had to check it out and as i was playing it i was like okay i can i can just hear the <laughs> i can hear elroy's segment in the back of my head talking about this and, and one thing in particular it's just this one <laughs> line in particular because you like to pull out the stupid lines like fish for oh, sale yeah. So that's, yeah, that's it. So Troll the and challenge, I will talk about it a little bit later. The challenge going forward uh, is to see how many of Elroy's segments the Troll and I game winds up in. I, I'm fascinated oh, to follow yep. this. <laughs> I like it. I like this. Kush, uh, you might have made my day. I might have to check this one out. I almost bought this once. It was in a bargain bin at a GameStop somewhere I was at, and I almost bought it. I almost <laughs> did, but I think I got scared off by the TA of it. So, yeah. well, I'll let you know yeah. later if the, if the TA is worth a squeeze. But uh, the right. content definitely is. I like it. All right, man. I don't know. That's gonna. That's tough to uh, tough act to follow there. I mean that. Uh, but I'm sure M is up for the task. So. I mean, why me? We've well, we've talked paw paw paw, and we've talked some trolls, and uh, I mean, that yeah, yeah. You, you so, want me to go next? Well, we've gone on endlessly, so I figured. Uh, oh, you know, see where fine, you're going. Fine, I see. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually gonna be honest and and actually own up to talking briefly about the game that I selected here, <laughs> not endlessly as we are uh, alluding to. The second game I picked for this showcase is Endless Fable. This is an Artifacts Monday game, so 
we did, we can confirm, you do in fact have to wrap a glass shard in a rag <laughs> so that you can cut some rope. <laughs> so all the trappings oh, are there. Okay. It's not quite the diamond and glass. glass, but we just started. Oh, okay. And when I say we, it is uh, our simul play group, which grows per Artifacts Monday. So this started as something L and I would do. And then MDP was like, hey, that seems like fun. I think it was MTB first, right? All right, cool. Join us. And then Mental Knight's like, I heard you guys talking about this. Can I join? And now, dude with the face has graced us with his face. And he is joining us as well. <laughs> so the five of us have uh, started <laughs> the other day going through this game. It's mostly four of us, whom I won't name, getting through stuff hey. quickly. While the last one, whom I won't name, goes, what? What? What'd you guys do? Where am I? But it's been fun anyway. So mm, this is tasty. A, <laughs> it's been a good experience. It's like I already said, every bit the type of game it is. It does not reinvent the wheel. It's got a couple of little, I guess, jump scare type things it tries to do. But you know what you're getting <laughs> into. So that's it. That's all I briefly had to say about it. Welcome, dude with the face to the simul play crew. I think the goal now is we're going to treat this like Pokemon and which ev with every new one we start, we're going to try to recruit one more until we have like 30 <laughs> Achievement Hunting 101 people in a party playing an Artifacts Monday game again uh, together so we can send a picture to Corey with all of us together enjoying the game. <laughs> in that picture, make sure you're cutting some glass with like, a diamond. <laughs> I would have yeah. it no other way. I, I do see an achievement that caught my eye as, as did the uh, uh, first game at the showcase, which is Clossum Pal, where you get to save Mr. Whiskers. Yes. So I'm glad to see that Mr. Mr. Whiskers pulls through. He was saved. He was saved. We, that was early in the game, and uh, we managed Whew. to get it done. So the best part of the best. <laughs> yeah, the best part about the game is you know you could put like a cat in your. Inventory, basically. <laughs> right. That's right. That's the that joke. Yeah, that that makes sense. <laughs> everything <laughs> winds up in your pants pocket. So it's like, well, as I just well put a uh, candle in my pants. Yeah. Seems smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's not quite the same without Corey here to be like, why are you doing this? But mm -hmm. we had fun and dude said yeah, that he had fun. Dude with, was awesome. And he doesn't like them on his own. So yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, it was a good time. Hmm. That's cool. All right. Well, Artifacts Monday. I mean, that's uh, they. Uh, I guess they're still selling them, even though they upped their price. Uh, oh, long, so long. One ago. thing I have to say is they they uh, spelled beginner right in this one. I was very yeah. upset. Yeah, yeah, they did. It's not beginner anymore. <laughs> it's not beginner. It's terrible. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we're hoping they'll bring some of the back catalog out because some of these some of these franchises have six or seven entries, and we we only get on Xbox six and seven. So there's lots of potential out there. We need them to <laughs> to get us more content. Yes, I looked at there are four Endless Fable games, but we only have the first one. So fingers crossed. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe it'd be like Davy Jones Part 2. You know, they, Someday. They, they really rode that. Yeah, they, they rode that one hard. All right, Mr. L, uh, I think you have like five more games to talk about or something. All right, if I could Did be you? brief. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I played... A rather like a game called Dreaming Sarah. And this time I said to myself, I'm going to try playing this one legit without a guide and see what happens. <laughs> so I probably got through, uh, I don't know, maybe I tried for like a half an hour. And then after a while, I couldn't figure out any other things to do. So I consulted a guide. 
And Koosh, wouldn't you know it, once I had the guide out, that was it. Guide yep. was in play. That's all she wrote. It was the part... Well, who's played this game? Probably just Delroy, right? <laughs> Do you remember yes, this I, game? I played it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I played it for 59 minutes as opposed to your five minutes. I know. Five hours and 20 <laughs> I minutes. I didn't play so. for five hours. See? It's, just, <laughs> it's definitely... I think the quick resume keeps your time. I'm really convinced now, of that. In my defense, that 59 minutes, I actually made a really terrible mistake and I forgot to grab something in one of the places I went. Oh, and no. so I couldn't figure out what I was missing. So it should. So my time's actually did high start over? compared to what some people you probably did. Yeah, I had to like backtrack severely. So, See, the, uh, the other yeah. funny thing is that we played so many games uh, during the last month or two that I have to ask you if you remember this game. No, I that do. It's, uh, it's kind of a really dark one. It's, yeah. I, I, had to go, I had to go look it up to see what it was actually about. Because I didn't understand it at all. It's weird. But I could tell they were trying to tell a story, you know? Yeah, so the genre says platform, and I really wouldn't agree with that. I was trying to make a case for it being a Metroidvania, uh, sorry, or a Castleroid game. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I, I kind of want Koosh to play this game so you could see. Because basically, as you progress, you're going to find items, and then you know how a, a great Metroidvania game you'll open something up and then you'll wind up at a certain part of the map and you'll be like, oh, now I can get back here quicker. It does that a lot. Yeah, it has that. Yeah, it does have that. It has an interconnected map, but it doesn't have a double jump. So I think it's disqualified based on that alone. (laughs) Um, I liked this game. Uh, Volger said he had something glitch on him at the very end of the game, so he couldn't get the completion, so he hated it. Corey said he didn't like it. I didn't hate it. That's dreaming, Sarah. I'm I'm chomping at the bit to get back to this other game that I started right before we started recording, and I'm almost done with it. And that is Oliver's Adventures in the Fairyland. Now, on our last episode, I played a different Victory Road game, and uh, I didn't speak too kindly about it. That was Akalisia. I played that and Dark Sauce. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're on my naughty list. But this game, I don't hate. Um, the next question Elroy's going to ask me is if I use the God mode. And I'm going to say yes. <laughs> you better have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I definitely okay. did. And it's funny that uh, I didn't even know about it until uh, Anigo Montoya said to me, um, I, you know, I would have saved a lot of time in this game if I had known about this God mode. So he went through the whole game. <laughs> it's in all their games. Ah. Like, uh, do you have it memorized yet? That's a better question. Mm, is it I mean, is it burned a hole in your brain to the likes of uh, the Konami it's similar code? Similar to the Konami code, but I don't think I have it memorized yeah. quite yet. Okay, so, I, I tell you, if you want to memorize it, pl- oh shoot, I, I can't even remember what the name of that game is. Uh, caves and something, caves and crevices or something. Um, but you sounds... have to enter it like a hundred times or something yeah, like it's that. Up, up, down, down, uh, up, up, right, left, <laughs> left, right, Y. That's correct. Of course. And you're talking about caves and castles? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Crevices because sounds every better. Time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not chasms. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a pl- it's a plumber simulator. No. It's a uh, uh <laughs> No, with that one, every time you get to a puzzle, you have to enter the code and so you hit pause and you enter and so it really your completion time is dependent on well, actually you have to spend 2 hours in the game, but Wait, you know, to fly through it. You have to enter quick. the code or you chose to enter the code? 
You have to. Oh, you okay. bought the game. Right. You have to enter the code oh, okay. because otherwise you'd have to play it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's Chivo hunting rules. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's part of the code. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay, Elroy. This is why we invite you on to hear your. Uh... <laughs> Psychopathic well, rants. Well, in all fairness, <laughs> how did we go the whole month of May talking about crap games and I never got an invite? I mean, I, it's go just, ahead. That's what I. That's what I do. Me. Twelve months a year, and, and uh, <laughs> well, it's for the reason you said earlier. You'd already played most of them. <laughs> that's true, but I mean, I could have gave you some insight on paw paw paw. Uh, use the freaking archer. I mean, I, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's okay. So I'm here now. Uh, so anyway, this game is considered on TA a Metroidvania game, as well as a platformer, and I agree with both of those distinctions. It's very brief compared to most normal games. It's only a couple of hours. I guess without God Mode, it would take longer. And it's funny because the God Mode is helpful not just to make the game easier, which of course it does, but just it's just quicker. You just jump on the spikes (laughs) to, to instead of jumping across the platforms and you just jump off the walls. It's fun. You feel like God mode. Yeah. It's God mode, just like uh, just like Doom. <laughs> right, but on Doom. this one, actually, you do need a small, just a little bit of skill because there's a couple of rooms where it involves jumping, and your yes. God mode ain't going to help you there because it, it God mode you don't float. So, um, yeah, that uh, was the next thing I was going to say. Is the platforming is a little suspect? You sometimes feel yeah. like you're slipping on ice, which is not the best mm-hmm. thing. The game borrows very heavily from, well, there's like a Mega Man part. It's not disappearing blocks exactly, but when you jump on them, they fall like right away and you have to jump off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game also reminded me of Zelda 2, just the way it looked, not the way it played. They even had Oh, like, I didn't think of that. Like there's certain parts where you see like the red curtains and that reminded me of uh, Zelda 2. But there's definitely... Hmm. It's definitely a type of game that wears its influences on its sleeve. I didn't hate it. It could have stood to have some more uh, music tracks. I think there's been two throughout the whole game. Um, but overall, Victory Road, I didn't hate this one. Yeah, so sorry about the, <laughs> the crap games. I guess I haven't gotten it out of my system since uh, <laughs> since the contest. Usually what happens is, is I start off the month with RTDL playing the, the easy ones, and then I progress to the harder ones throughout the month. Um, sadly, next week I will not be on as, uh, for some reason I'm going to go to a Mets game with the little Michelle. (laughs) So yeah, I wanted to blab about a bunch of stuff today. So thanks for hearing it. Are we done with the game showcase or? I think Elroy has another game to talk about. Are we done? Come on. Are we done? But before we leave Oliver's adventures in in the fairyland. (laughs) All right. Fine. uh, Fine. I, I remember we, I remember playing this. The last one time I was on the podcast, this was the game that I chose to talk about. And I think I think I remember saying it's it's very much like baby's first Metroidvania because you have that yeah. God mode thing on. And so did you feel the same way when you play? Like, it's very rudimentary. It's very, very basic. But it has the trappings. Like, it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. all there. So I just want to know if that was your takeaway, too. Yeah, it definitely feels like baby's first Metroidvania. You can get a sense of what that type of game is like. The one funny thing is I just got, I just finished the first boss before I came on and I, according to the walkthrough, I'm pretty much almost done with it already, but I got the flippers and then you can, oh no, not the flippers, it's a scoop, oh my god, it's the, um, 
scuba diving helmet, I think. And then when you go in the water, there's platforms <coughs> in the water. What kind, What is this? <laughs> I don't know if you remember this or not. Usually you swim in the water, but there yeah. are platforms you have to jump on in the water and you just kind of go slow. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I'm in the mood yeah. for some easy games sometimes, but hopefully next time I'll come up with something a little more meatier. Did you All get right. the oh, Assassin's, right. Assassin's Greed? Uh, yeah. The, look look up Assassin's <laughs> Greed. Every game has one. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's like several, I like yes. I, know. For, I thought it was pretty clever. Is it not? Okay. Um, all right. Well, I definitely wanted to close it out with uh, a, a tale of warning, which is uh, a PSA of sort in that you need to... <laughs> When you buy a game, if you're buying for just strictly a genre, just to play a genre, do a little research before you drop your fourteen ninety nine on it, and <laughs> uh, and uh, you know just kind of because you you can avoid a whole lot. So that's kind of what happened here. This is another beat 'em up, and it another this one has a comic beat comic book theme. It's real uh, got that artistic style to it, if you will, and it. Uh, the gameplay is decent. Wait, I mean, don't get me wrong. Did it's I miss a little the decent. The... name of the game? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. That's Deadbeat okay. Heroes. Deadbeat okay. Heroes. Deadbeat Heroes. Yeah. Um, we were talking earlier about how all these games, uh, before we recorded, how the, the, the games nowadays have such similar names because there's just so many of them. So oh, yeah, just thought sure. I missed it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So first I talked about OKKO. OK, Let's play Heroes. This is Deadbeat Heroes. And uh, it's it's lives up to the optimism of the title. And so... <laughs> Yeah, we, but the gameplay, I mean, it's decent. Uh, the camera angle's a little wonky at times, but it's kind of a weird camera angle. It's got that angled, uh, uh, like isometric view type thing, or yeah, diagonal, like diamond D mm-hmm. type angle to it. But I mean, it's doable. And so I played through for a little bit. I got through the first uh, two levels, got my four achievements. And no problem at all. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of fun. I can, I can dig this pretty easy. And then uh, I was, uh, I, I had a dentist appointment. No cavities, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but while I was there, I, I was looking forward to getting back to playing it. So I decided to look up to see, make sure there was no missables or anything like that. And I thought, well, that's odd. Like the next, all the other achievements have like, like way higher. Uh, like ratios and what the four I just popped are like I just popped all these ones they're like 1.4 and then the next one's like a 2.5 or something well, that's odd and then I started reading a little bit about it and then I started reading people's uh, uh, <laughs> complaints about the game and I'm like oh heck no this ain't good uh, and I'm like oh no and so I came back and I started playing the third level and the difficulty is definitely wrapped up a little bit on the third level. And the problem with this game is not so much that you die in it, because you can play it strategically and beat up everything, uh, but there that's not the name of the game, apparently. So in order to progress in the game, you have to get what is called satisfactory grades. So you have to beat them up with style. Oh, oh isn't boy. that fantastic? Yes. Uh, how do you get points for style? Uh, 
There is absolutely nothing in the gameplay that gives you any kind of hint whatsoever as to what you're supposed to do. Maybe something with combos. Maybe something with not getting hit. I'm not sure if it's related to points. I, I have no idea what the what it's on. But anyway, um, so on level three, you got to get three C rankings. So on all the three stages in order for to earn the right to fight the boss and move on, you have to have a C uh, on each of the three stages. I went through it. And I got a U on the first one, a U on the second one, and a U on the third one. And it would not let me progress. Now, if you, if your character does die, um, you do get extra characters as you go. So uh, if you die, you can use the other character. But there's no checkpoint, so you have to start over at the beginning of the stage. And so it's very easy to lose all your characters apparently uh, which has happened to me several times now and oh, oh oh did i mention if all the characters die what kind of punishment do you think this should be in place for such act if you were so so careless to have all your characters die what should be the penalty well <laughs> They take away whatever your last stage was. So if you what? worked really hard and got mm -hmm. like an A ranking on the previous stage, it's gone now. So you got to go do that over. Wow. So it literally takes it takes away your freaking progress. I kid you not. I read that and then I went and played it and it happened to me. Uh, granted, it only took away one of my U's, but... Um, it literally undoes your progress. Like, what kind of... I mean, that is just... I've never heard of that even. Like, that's that's like permadeath almost. It's kind of a version of it. But um, anyway, do not buy this game. Um, I have since gone back and I played it through it again. It was a little... I, you have to play through it and just... I, I played through it real skillfully and I got three U's. I just started button mashing, and I got a C, a C, and then a D. So I got to go back and play the third stage, and I don't know how much longer I can last on this game, especially knowing if I die, I'll want to lose one of my Cs. So it's like, oh, it's just frustrating. So please don't buy this game. Don't support this game. And, and always read up on it, a game before you make a lofty fourteen ninety nine purchase <laughs> like that. So there you go. So Deadbeat Heroes... Nah, uh, uh, no, it's I, I can't get with a game that undoes your progress. Yeah, Sorry. I don't even have that's, any follow-up questions after that. The list looks like it's all story-based, yeah. and if they're going <laughs> to implement design choices that make it impossible to progress the story, <laughs> there's really nothing else to ask. <laughs> well, here's one thing to ask. What happens after you beat a stage? Well, it goes through a closing sequence, and then instead of kicking you to the main hub, it exits the game and like puts you in the menu and then you have to like go through the menu and open your game up again. And then it's like, what? I, I don't even know. Like it seems like it would kick you back to the main hub, but no, we'll just kick you back to the main menu. That's just one of the many perks about this game that you, <laughs> you would love. So, uh, but I could, I could get with that. Just don't take away my progress. Don't do that. I've worked hard for that C and I don't want to lose it. So there you go. So, uh, that's all I have to say about that game. I don't know if that was brief or not. But I do know this is level 150, and we have moved on <laughs> to the news section. So, I just got finished talking a lot. Did uh, someone want to take the second thing there? I, you know, 
I think Kush should take that second thing there. How about I take the second thing? Uh, there's a PSA. Uh, <laughs> okay. E3 is happening this Sunday, June 13th at 1 p.m. Uh, I'm going to read what uh, Elroy wrote. Uh, 1 p.m. <laughs> Yank. 12 noon Hick. <laughs> I didn't write that. 10 a.m. Surfer Dude. Uh, be sure to tell everyone to join hashtag gaming news or in the Discord and talk about the conference <laughs> as it's live. <laughs> that link for Discord, if you don't know it, is discord.io slash H101. That's that's 11 a.m. Lyme's disease time. So, <laughs> so I know <laughs> this is uh, forwarding, uh, jumping forward a couple sections of the podcast. But as we will talk about later, there's not a lot of Game Pass news going on. And I think we're all pretty much in agreement that that's because E3 is, is looming. I, I would be shocked if we didn't get some drops as we were watching the show like oh and by the way you can download this now so it's pretty exciting to think that we can have that kind of immediacy with stuff that gets announced so definitely we join us in discord for it it's going to be a good time we should uh set up a uh like a uh, a, a special prize for whoever can correctly or clo- most closely guess the number of times they'll say game pass exclusive <laughs> we could do that we yeah. can make a bingo card yeah. You know. Oh, I like this. Man, we can have some fun with this. Yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, five days from this recording, three days from when it drops. <laughs> so if there are more clever people who, who are more attentive to the news who want to throw in there, I, I know one of the spaces should be Final Fantasy VII Remake announced because that, that's one of the rumors that's been living on forever. But we'll see what comes out of E3. This is the first big show since the big Bethesda acquisition. Uh, obviously, Microsoft... As awesome as the Series X has been, still continues to get dinged on lack of first party exclusive or lack of exclusives, period. So I am sure they will come out swinging at the show. All right. Take a shot whenever you hear world premiere. (laughs) (laughs) Game Pass exclusive. uh, Well, I tell you what you're not going to see because (laughs) it was a story on TA and. That is Dead Island 2. So let me tell you something. I was a Dead Island fan, all right? So I played through the first You're two. The one. And if you even <laughs> go look at my tag back in 2013, back when I was completionist, Elroy, Dead Island Riptide was literally my second completion ever. Like, ever. It was like I played through the Dead Rising games and then I played Dead Island and then I was waiting for this game. And then I figured out that I started, I needed to, you know, find something else to play because it wasn't happening. So, um, and I was actually looking forward to seeing what happened with all the characters because there's at the end of the second one, there's a mysterious yacht cliffhanger. Uh, is everyone dead? Is everyone alive? I was really wanting to find out. It, it doesn't really let you know one way or the other. And I actually came, eh, it's just so close to pre ordering it for Christmas. Back in Christmas of 2013, maybe Christmas of 2014, I can't remember, but I was ready to see all those, you know, zombie graphics on my awesome Xbox 360. I was so ready, and that being said, um, I've been on the lookout for it ever since. And so then the story ran on on uh, TA where it says, and I and I read and I quote. Publisher Deep Silver has tempered expectations before E3, saying that Dead Island 2, Saints Row, Metro, and Time Splitters will not be part of the event. So I'm supposed to temper my expectations. Um, 
that the eight years turnaround time for a sequel is a little too aggressive for you? Is that is that the expectation that I am supposed to temper? Uh, basically, it's a zombie game. You just make it where you kill zombies, put like a really bad voice acting in there and like, you know, predictable story arcs and I will play it and buy it and it's not complicated. And, um, but anyway, so thanks for letting me know deep silver that, you know, there's, I should temper my expectations and, uh, Maybe I'll I'll get it before ten years and then hmm. yeah Metro and Saints Row whatever the I don't same care way I used to said. temper my weapons at at the workbench when we played Dead Island. Uh, 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 uh. Oh yeah, that that's a that's a joke that goes way back. So I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> so how come Dead Island Riptide and Escape Dead Island didn't get the sequel designation? Were they less than like they weren't like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why Dead Island Riptide. Why do they was, do it that? It was a different group of characters, though. It was a different group of characters, uh, the Riptide group. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, so they used different characters. So I think they were doing like a second group of characters. And then I think Dead Island 2 originally, it was supposed to be set in L.A., if I'm not mistaken. And it's like, uh, it's kind of like what happened, the part of the story that is in California. And I think it was supposed to take, part after the events of the first one not riptide but maybe but the yacht ride was in the second one so if i remember right now it's all running together it's been like a freaking decade so i can't remember now yeah we used to settle for bad games like that now we just play good games right definitely right (laughs) yes yes our standards oh i have a psa myself oh Oh. i'd love to hear it minecraft has new achievements what Hmm. the heck evergreen Oh, oh yes, I don't know why just I right. Done. I could say that anytime, and it'll be right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's I, true. I was looking. Just, just save it for the contest. It looks like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, good one. That's a good point. I was looking at. Uh, I saw Nigo Montoya <laughs> already regained his completions on six or seven different versions, so, and he got like <laughs> two or three TA score milestones because of it. <laughs> oh man. You know how that there's already an achievement world it looks like so. Well, that's that's kind that's of that's always nice. I will fully admit that. Why I do they still have Kindle don't... Fire? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I will fully huh. admit that I don't really get Minecraft. Like I just I think it's awesome that it's successful and people across all age groups seem to enjoy it and they're I, I like. For me, Minecraft is something that was started on my Xbox because my nephew played it once. And then for a certain mm. contest we're not allowed to name, I put it on my tag and have completed a couple of them. But I just pulled up the achievement solution for the one of the new achievements, and I'm reading through it, and I literally have no idea what any of this even means or what it is. Mm-hmm. But I have the completion. Like it's it's and it's so fast. Like people put up these solutions within an hour or so of, of this coming out. So, and I, I fully admit to not being uh, on top of Minecraft news. So I'm, I'm sure this wasn't an unknown drop. I'm sure for people into Minecraft, they were aware that this was something coming down the line, but the, the steps in here, I, I just, the, the person listed the items needed for one of these achievements. I didn't know there were weathered cut copper stairs in Minecraft. Oh, <laughs> what? No idea. <laughs> no idea. 
Did you know they also come in an oxidized variety? Me neither. So I like, I'm grateful for the achievement <laughs> world, but I've definitely, it has led to me completely misunderstanding what Minecraft is all about. I just, I don't get it, unfortunately. I love that people love it, but I have no idea what any of this means. Yeah, I completely avoid yeah. Minecraft just because Minecraft to me is following a walkthrough. I just like, mm-hmm. and like, okay, well, how do I even interact with the thing? Like, where's the, I need to, <laughs> I need to understand how I can interact with this game with a controller because it makes no sense. Like, this thing needs a mouse and keyboard. Oh, man, yep. it's the worst when you like, use a mobile device, like oh, trying to throw something. I don't understand <laughs> like, how, it how works. Like, how the hell do you throw something? <laughs> I, I still don't know. It makes no sense. Oh, I, don't know. I, just start, I start beating everything to death with it. I'm like, no, I'm trying to drop it or throw it or something. But then, like, the European boosting group got together and did a Minecraft day and posted, one of them posted a picture, I believe, in Patreon chat of uh, an AH101 logo they created in Minecraft. And just the novelty of that, of getting together with your buddies and just building stuff in there. I know, L, your kids are into Minecraft and they build like communities with their friends where it's, this is our house and this is this other person's house. My son's and, and into that's... mods. <laughs> <laughs> right, He'll only play the PC too, version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, t- too uh, low rent for him. But, and, and it's like, I guess in some way, maybe it's part of where we grew up when gaming, like there was sort of an end game, right? Like you were either trying to get to the end of the game or you're trying to get to the highest level or you were trying to do something in the fastest time. Minecraft doesn't seem to have any of that. It's just like, well, put that block there. I don't know. I need someone to explain to me like why this got over the way it did. It's it's a curiosity <laughs> to me. Hey, people like Lego, man. They do. They do. Yeah. But especially got to whole stores of it. the points you guys were making earlier with, uh, especially on a console with a controller, where I always feel like I'm getting stuck in menus because there's so much stuff to navigate. It's just, it's fascinating. But more achievements, so mm. more ratio. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Question mark. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I will spare you my topic of discussion today since uh, we're, we're running. I mean, we had so many brief games to talk about in the game <laughs> showcase that uh, I'll, I'll spare you. Uh, 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 but, boy, I had some hot takes I was going to throw at you. So um, so let's move on to sales. So, El, I know you always like to, to kick off sales. So, Oh, definitely. What you got? Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't see too much this week, honestly, but I do like Super Blood Hockey, which is $5 down from 15 It is, I think, Digirati. Yep, Digirati. And, um, you know, it's a throwback to, like, Blades of Steel and Ice Hockey on the NES. Nice. Oh, man. The- How cool was that when it, it would say Blades of Steel? Like- Blades of Steel. <laughs> Ching! Yeah, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> double <laughs> dribble. It was those, yeah, yeah, it was those little things where it's like, oh man, it's talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, double dribble, so atrocious. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this game <laughs> is fun. There's, it's, it's <laughs> it, it goes a little over the top. So you are constantly injuring other players, or sometimes even killing them. But that's okay because you are in general manager and you could just recruit new people. So 
Um, the franchise mode is pretty cool. I haven't delved too much into it. I started one. This is a 15 to 20 hour completion. Uh, in the community, we've had some people like RPG Davey and uh, Carpe Adam did it, which is interesting because he doesn't strike me so much as a sports dude, but it can be done. I look forward to getting back to it. This is actually my uh, Better Completions Matter game for the month. Right, that ain't happening, but maybe if I <laughs> put my mind to it, I could do it. Just got to stick with it. I think you could. I think if you were really, like, if you had done all your completions to this point in BCM, you probably would make a point of getting it done. But it seems completable. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, is it like a, is it a sequel to something? Yeah, they just <laughs> added the super on it? Or, uh, you have you know, to add like, super. It, it gets your attention. If it's just blood hockey, it's not enough. It's super <laughs> yeah. blood hockey. Well, it is part of the Bloods and Guts bundle, so that's uh, there's that. Oh, what else comes to that? Uh, I was just looking at, uh, you know, the, a bunch of feel-good games like Slain, Back from Hell, and Slay Away Camp, Butcher's Cut. Yeah, Digirati so, has about 500 bundles yeah, in which it's always cheaper to feel, buy the them a la carte. feel-good bundle <laughs> of the month. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then I, I hear Game Pass is always a good investment. So yeah, but uh, uh, Koosh, what you got? Sure, uh, Firework two dollars and nine cents. Your typical two dollars and nine cents down from seven. <laughs> uh, this game is a platformer, um, and it kind of plays like Mega Man. Uh, <laughs> let me see if anyone else has started it. Yeah, no, it, it still has three players. So three people have played this. <laughs> One person has completed it, and we might as well uh, give them a little bit of recognition. <laughs> it is CJH Carter VL, uh, who's in the Discord. So, uh, and he was talking well, this game up. I think he wants people to get in and increase his TA. I think that's the reason he's pushing it. <laughs> I'm pushing it because I like the game. I like Mega Man style. Uh, it's very much uh, like that. The achievements, for the most part, are for mm. progressing the story and for not getting hit while fighting the bosses. I wonder. Oh, I hate this. I yeah. wonder if it's hard to get on your tag, and that's why it only has three. I don't know. The very first achievement that most people have gotten is is uh, beating the first boss without taking damage. Now I got through to that, and I could not figure out his patterns because they change so much. Um, and point taken. It's just like a splattering <laughs> of fire that he does. So it's very, really, you know, it's very random. However, I found a way to cheese it, and. Um, while he hit me, I didn't think I took damage. So when I actually beat him, uh, I didn't get the achievement. So I need to go back and try that oh, again no. and figure out if my cheese method was wrong or if I actually did get hit <laughs> and it just didn't, you know, it didn't do any damage, but, you know, that avoided the achievement. But if you like Mega Man, if you like a, this is a challenging game, I think. Uh, I don't think you're going to want this for quick and easy gamer score. That's not why you should get it. You should get it because it's $2 uh, and you like Mega Man. Uh, <laughs> if you meet, if you check those two boxes, this might be something you're interested in. Uh, and then a game yeah. I haven't heard a whole lot about, Troll and I. It is $6 <laughs> yeah. down oh, from 30 It's $6 <laughs> down from 30 uh, And it oh, is comedy right. gold. Um, so, yeah. Once again, it's action adventure and it's Tomb Raider-like. It's like a, uh, a mediocre Tomb Raider. <laughs> Reboot. <laughs> Someone yeah. on this panel may have just gifted it to Elroy because I, they need oh, to man. hear. Oh, wow. 
They need to hear more about this game oh, from man. Elroy. This has really got to happen, isn't it? But now, oh, now the man. pressure is on. It's they, happening. They be... It's happening. Well, I'm ahead of the summer break, you know. There you go. I mean, the, the feel-good game of the summer. I expect uh, Elroy, the segment. Uh, breaking news. <laughs> uh, I saw that my clip has been uploaded to TA. <laughs> so you can see the clip I wanted you to see. It's got a, a great piece of dialogue. I think uh, I can hear it in oh, your man. voice. Uh, <laughs> right, Some other I'll time. Check though. this out. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, M, it looks like you are going to buy a lot this uh, this week. Well, recommendations know? don't mean buying. I don't keep tabs <laughs> like some other folks. I just recommend things and hope that they'll come to me in other avenues. But I'm going to recommend a couple games this week. One of which I actually may buy. Uh, the first one is uh, hashtag Sinica Attack, Sinuka Attack. Sin- I don't know. But it is currently three forty nine down from five dollars. It's a very very easy one k. I have not played it obviously, but Elroy, I think you did, right? <laughs> Sorry, I was watching that clip. That's uh, East Asia soft. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I have played it. I have played it. Um, it's it's a very interesting mechanic uh, because all you gotta do is like you you jab with a pull stick and you're like jabbing giant floating cue ball things and it's it's like about a 10 minute game yeah that's it's super easy that's what i gathered is that it's it's pretty simple it is on sale if that motivates you this one i might actually get because i am still trying to go through the puzzle leaderboards and uh, make some progress there oh yeah you should so it's an easy one i can't imagine it's actually a puzzle all you have to do is like like jump and hit a ball so that it hits a switch and that opens the door achievement next room hit a ball into two switches achievement oh. <laughs> I mean, it's like so I as a quick puzzle and platformer, easy. so i'm just going by what ta is telling me but uh yeah, yeah sometimes these things easy. change uh the other game i wanted to point mm. out which i believe you've also played elroy is party golf Mostly it caught my eye because yes. it's so steeply discounted. Party Golf is normally fourteen forty nine, and it is currently down to $1.44. The other thing I mm-hmm. noticed is it's it- got a lot of achievements, 57 achievements with just over a 4,000 TA ratio, so, or a TA mm-hmm. score. So what were you going to say about it, Elroy? Uh, well, I'm sure you can't imagine why I played it. Um, it's uh, <laughs> nothing would have motivated. I went ahead and you, got right? about si- yeah, si- I got about 600 uh, tad off it before I forgot it existed, and then um, it's a it's a little glitchy at times. <laughs> so, like, it tells you exactly what to do. There's a guide for it and everything. There's one in particular achievement that I really had uh, had some problems on. And I can't quite see it, but yeah, there, there's all kinds of achievements. Um, and there's all kinds of game modes. It's uh, very customizable. I think I... Sorry, right, about to cough. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that but... the Party Golf has <laughs> something like 100 different types of games and the achievements, there are achievements related to playing every type of game mode. So that's part of why the ratio is yeah, so that's... high. Yeah, that one's worth 800 and 900 points, but sometimes it doesn't count all your oh, progress wow. and sometimes it yeah, it's it's kind of glitchy and I had really uh, a lot of trouble with it recognizing three other local like playing it for local controllers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a lot of trouble getting it to actually recognize that's what was going on and assign it to my main tag. Oh. And so 
uh, a lot of the time I spent on the game was actually just trying to get it set up to where it would actually give me the achievements for it. So, yeah, I mean, the big I don't know, but downside yeah, off the top seemed to be it is a co-op or a multiplayer game, but it is local only. So from mm-hmm. looking at the videos, it it looks like you play like little boxes almost for the most part and they're each a different color and then you go through these mini games and you try to win the different mini games it's hmm? it's it's similar to worms you know okay. like where you where you like hold a certain arc with a certain power and then it's like mini golf with, with like okay. a worms type feel to it so but yeah it, it's not bad game yeah for a dollar 44 it might be something fun to play it certainly has ta D to spare, so if you're looking for mm-hmm. stuff to hold on to for certain contests, might be worth giving a look to. <laughs> Absolutely. What about you, Elroy? You have anything you're picking up in the sale? Um. Well, uh, for me, nothing I'm picking up. Uh, just a couple recommendations. Again, uh, I've been on a beat 'em up kick, and so there's one called Brutal Rage. Uh, it's normally seven dollars. It's down to half price, three fifty. Uh, it's a two to three hour beat em up. And it's like I said, the, what I look for in a good beat em up is like an old school feel to it, kind of like a double dragon ish feel to it. And this is no eight dragons like uh, where I talked about in another segment, but this one's pretty good. This one's pretty good. It's pretty old school and it goes really quick. And there's only one problem achievement it's called a new champion. Uh, where you have to basically kill everything and without dying or, or without, yeah, I think without dying or something. I forget. But there's a, if you look at the achievements in the game, they're all really low racial, uh, except for this one achievement that is kind of challenging. But it's not too bad. If you learn the patterns of all the enemies, you can knock it out too. Yeah. But it, it feels good when you get the completion on it because it's just challenging enough that you actually have to try a little bit. And so that's a good one. And then Drunken Fist, because freaking Br'er Rocker uh, badmouthed this game last uh, last uh, podcast. Uh, he said something about it being junk, and it is not junk. It is a nice discount, uh, $8 to $5.60. And it is a zero to one hour beat-em-up. Uh, it has a very unique control scheme where you're basically drunk. So... It's like if Octodad got really angry and started fighting everything. It's kind of like that. Um, very crappy control scheme on purpose. And the whole premise of it is is that you're stumbling down a road and you're fighting a bunch of uh, stereotypical characters like yuppies and bikers. And uh, you even have to beat up a cop. And uh, you... you drink along the way and you have to urinate in order to take the uh, pressure off of your bowels or else um, I'm not really sure I forget what happens if you don't urinate Uh, but uh, but urination is a big part of the game because you urinate and then people slip on your urine and then that gives you an upper hand and it actually can kill them uh, but normally it gives you an upper hand but when you're fighting the cop you want to pee all over the place i mean you're just peeing everywhere and then he'll slip everywhere because he's really overpowered so fun little game i don't know what uh Brer rocker is talking about and then lastly <laughs> melmole uh it's a game that's half off 15 dollars to 750 it includes skunks and moles 
So go buy it. There you go. It wouldn't be a episode of AH101 if there wasn't wildlife mentioned. So I'm glad you managed yeah. to to get that in there. Well, or lots of urine. <laughs> it's <laughs> Melmole theory uh hypothetically is on a lost episode that has yet to be aired. Oh. That uh due to to complications uh with a certain person that can't get things right that may or may not be named Dino Bull. Um <laughs> It may have already been. It may have already been recorded. It's just uh, in editor purgatory due to complications. Oh no, we, we aired it. We aired. Oh, did we it? aired as much as we could. Yeah, Rocker edited. Oh, did you? Okay, I didn't know if it. I didn't know if it finally aired or not. So there you I go. I would say ten yeah, percent of it aired. Yep. <laughs> did the, yeah, there's. Yeah, I, I I don't know which part. I have to go listen to it and see which part uh, made it. So yeah, thank you, Dynable. Now. Um, what did we want to talk about? Games with gold. I mean, it's is it still apparently there are games with gold. So go get them. Yeah, there you we go. can run through that. There's a bird of the king. Really, really quick. Right, we've got uh, Dungeons Three, which is available when this podcast drops for another five days or so. So make sure you pick that up. It is not Dungeon Siege Three, but Dungeons Three. <laughs> um, also available for the month of June, we have the King's Bird, which uh, <laughs> is sort of like a physics mechanic sort of flying through Ugh. different areas it looked interesting it's momentum based so it looks interesting and different uh, and then starting in a week we have shadows awakening which is also coming to games with gold on the xbox 360 side neo geo battle coliseum is currently available and starting next week you can pick up injustice gods among us all right fantastic um, I don't like any of those games. Does anybody have anything positive to say about any of those? The King's Bird looks interesting <laughs> to me. Like, <laughs> okay. yeah, it looks like it's, the it's, kind of game. Oh, go ahead, Kush. Uh, I played King's Bird. It's um, it looks like it's a game you don't want to play in little bits and come back to like months later oh. because you've forgotten how to maintain your momentum and things like that. Um, yeah, it, I, I kind of like those games, but. Uh, I, I walked away from it, and now just the thought of going back is like, well, I'm basically starting the game over again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, that's the worst. Based yeah. on nothing but watching part of one video, it looks like the kind of game I love and then hate and then love again because it strikes me as one where, like you said, the mechanic takes some getting used to, but once you get used to it, it's a lot of fun to play. But that seems like it would lead to a lot of failures and a lot of 4 a.m. evenings of, okay, I just need to finish this one level or this one checkpoint but you know uh it looks interesting i don't know was that your was it like that when you were playing it or is it not really structured that way i I really enjoyed it but there were just uh, segments where you're just doing the same screen over and over again because you Mm -hmm. fail like you know three quarters of the way through the screen Mm -hmm. and it's just like okay well i did the thing i always do but this time i got 80 percent of the momentum that i normally get and like i don't know why i just don't know why i didn't get the momentum that I had before or why on this particular jump, I finally got up on the ledge, but whereas the other, other time I'm just banging into it. So, um, it, it you're going to want to stick with it. Um, unless you don't okay. like a type of game, in which case don't do it. I mean, it's really not worth a, a whole lot. I mean, it's only got 1500 TA to it. And this is a, you know, games with gold game. So, uh, is it, it must not be too complicated, I would imagine. I think the only people that started it are people who really like platformers. 
Is it like hard to get to that first achievement or something? It might. It might be. I don't remember. It's been so long. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I would say I don't even see you on uh, my friend's That's leaderboard. That's probably why. It. Yeah, I probably haven't gotten to the first one yet. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to like, yeah. I put a good oh, hour shit. into it, I think. So. Uh, okay. All right. Well, um, and Game Pass, it looks like we're losing some games in June. Losing uh, on June 15th, Ace Combat 7, Night Call, West of Dead, Lizard, or Lizard, Wizard <laughs> of Legend. <laughs> That's a different game there. And uh, Observation. So I know Kushi said something about Observation earlier. Yeah, a couple couple people have completed that, and they said that it was a good time. Um, They used Guide, I think. Um, So I'm I'm kind of looking (laughs) at doing that one. I really liked West of Dead. It's a roguelite stack, uh, and I'll probably end up buying that when the the price goes down. Uh, Night Call, stay away from Night Call. Just don't do (laughs) it. All right, and Wizard of Legend is the only one I have any experience with, and it's not easy. It's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of a weird mechanic to it. Yeah, it's a roguelite as well. Yeah. All right. Well, it looks like uh, coming soon, there was a big game coming up soon. I was just amazed to hear about it. Uh, But uh, Kusha, I mean, again, you, you, you brought the information. Sure. Well, normally Rocker would do this, but he is uh, getting some sunburn on the uh, beach. (laughs) So I'll take over real quick. Um, And I will be brief, of course. Uh, (laughs) Tuesday, June 15th, we've got The Strange Story of Brian Fisher, Chapter 1. And this is a puzzle mystery adventure game, type of an escape room with story behind. Every time when you press new game button, most of the items that you need to collect are randomly positioned and combinations for puzzles are randomly generated. This does look interesting. It's kind of kind of like a walking sim type environment, but with uh, escape room trappings. So uh, if that's up to you, then this might be cool. Uh, Wednesday, June 16th, we've got mix-ups by Palgi. This is basically a game yeah. where you're given <laughs> categories and a bank of letters and you need to use every single letter to spell three different words that all fit into that category that's a fun one uh, hopefully we'll we'll get that and stream that uh you've got smart moves too for windows 10 yeah. from publisher zitalon and developer grin robot everybody knows what this is uh what are you shooting for in this game <laughs> well you want to kill 30 enemies and open 30 chests and that gets you a thousand gamer score so can you do that on one stage <sighs> that's the that's the real challenge Find the right stage. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Uh, also on June 16th, the sisters party of the year. If you haven't had enough French graphic novel based games, then you want to check this one out. Uh, it all begins when Wendy decides to throw an end of the year party at home with her friends before she gets a chance to ask her parents, her unbearable little sister, Maureen steals her idea and asks their parents first. Unfortunately, the parents will allow only one party. Uh, This is a party (laughs) game. Yeah, this is a party game game. So you're going to be playing a lot of party games. And um, yeah. (laughs) What crappy parents. The French graphic novel (laughs) games are just taken over. Uh, Friday, June 18th, we've got Cross the Moon. This is a rattle like a visual novel. You know what that means. This one's about vampires. (laughs) <laughs> have fun we also have discolors are they sisters are they sisters uh, they did. okay so there was a disclaimer that said anyone that, that uh, has um certain physical contact with other people are definitely 18 years old in the game or not so 
Yeah, it's another rattle like a game. Mm. Mm, yeah, I hope no dragons this time though, so that's cool. Uh, <laughs> discolored local whispers of a roadside diner that's lost its color. You're sent to investigate. Uh, this actually looks great. <laughs> oh, I see it has hidden object puzzles. I'm very interested in this. Yes, so there. exploration, point and click puzzle, and hidden object. It just looks yeah, fine. Colors. Um, I'm sure most people will want to wait for a guide and just fly through it, but I think this looks like fun. Uh, then for our very <laughs> niche people, it? what's that? No, I do not simul that. That's disgusting. <laughs> we have uh, for our niche people uh, who like card and board. Um, uh, we have you have got to just watch this trailer, Elroy. You need to watch this trailer. Wingspan. Um, uh. Wingspan is a relaxing, award-winning strategy card game relaxing. about birds for one to five players. Each bird you play extends a chain of powerful combinations, as they do in one of your three habitats. Your goal is to discover and attract the best birds to your network of wildlife preserves. I feel like we're playing one of those games. Uh, it's like one of those mixers you do when you get into a group where you give th- you know three facts and one crap, oh, yeah. and you have to figure out which, <laughs> which one's not the real one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like which one of these games is not the real game? Is it the one where the locals the locals whisper of a roadside diner that's lost its color, <laughs> or is it a car game about straight? Yeah. Sad news is they're all real. So, um, but yeah, so for you people who like card and board, I want to hear what you think about this because whoa, uh, whoa, um, and the the <laughs> game that I'm actually probably the most interested in. Uh, interested in for this next week is Galaxy Champions TV, which is currently on sale, pre-order sale, for $6 down from 7 It's Galaxy Champions TV is a brutal top-down closed arena shooter game. Sounds familiar. Inspired by the classic oh. arcade game Smash TV. Hell yeah! Yes, get powerful weapons, wait for this game. kill huge amounts of enemies, level up on oh. upgrades, beat all the bosses, become the champion of the most violent TV show of all time. Aside from Smash TV, are you ready to become the champ? This looks a lot. Oh man, that looks amazing! It does look fun for six bucks. This looks like fun. So, uh, like I said, mm -hmm. oh, it it reminds me like because I got so close. Like uh, I played this one game a couple, I don't know, a couple months ago. It was called uh, Freak Out Calamity or something like that. And it starts off just like Smash TV. You're like in like this arena like that. Like it's the same. Same premise as this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man, this is what I've been waiting for, a Smash TV clone. And then, like, at the end of the first stage, someone breaks you out of there, and then you don't even go – you don't go back the rest of the game. And that's a dating it's like, Yep. Yeah. I was just like, what the hell, man? And so hopefully they don't do the same thing in this game because that, was, that wasn't cool. No, man. I think this one is arena-based shooter through and through. So Awesome. Yep. That's, uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, I like that one. Uh, you finished strong with that one. You you went you you almost lost me in the birds and then the uh, <laughs> the diner that was colorless or whatever. Yeah, and, well, I didn't yeah, say these you. were games for you that were coming real soon. <laughs> well, I, I was just hold. I was just hanging on to your every last word. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we there's well, all types. Yeah, well, I I didn't mean to put you uh, two segments in a row there. I, I, I we were to the contest section, but uh, why not? I'll do know. one more. <laughs> right. Maybe two. Uh, in the Gamer Tag Challenge for the month of May, we had Saucy Slingo. Uh, his wildcard game was South Park, the Fractured But Whole, uh, where any new achievement, blah, blah, you know all that stuff. 
And his bonus was not that saucy achievements that don't end in zero or five. We have compiled the results. We gave you plenty of time to get your numbers in. If you didn't, I'm sorry. Uh, for our stats, we had 26 gamers, 190 letters, four wild cards. So not many people playing those games. Uh, 17 bonus achievements. People do not like achievements that don't end in a zero or a five, apparently. Our top three scorers were Dude uh-huh. with the Face and Nigo. Uh, he, they both had 27 and saucy slingo himself came in third place with 24 and our winner with 10 letters, no bonuses, Hawkeye Barry. Wow. Nice. This is is why you put in whatever you get, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's all. uh, Sometimes it just takes 10. Sometimes it takes one. (laughs) Uh, in June, our gamertag challenge is Soundwave core and his wildcard game is any New achievement or previous completion in a Transformers game is worth one bonus draw. Max. Uh, and his bonus is Raytail Completions. And that is a base completion in a game that has DLC. The DLC cannot be completed this month. That's a lie. The DLC, DLC can, but the game just has to have DLC. So I completely messed that up and you'll figure it out. Now, <laughs> <laughs> is that Transformers the, uh, um, the, the series or is that like you know, like anything that any game involves any game in the Transformers. Thing, uh, anything that transforms. Well, you do have to go to the TA page, and if it shows up on that Transformers oh. uh, series page, then any one of those games is good. Uh, one last thing I want to mention before we get on to the next contest is a contest that I am throwing for June Raider, and that is getting achievements in Tomb Raider games. I talked about it very briefly last week, and I just want to remind you that that is going on for the month of June. Uh, And if you want in on it, just uh, ping me on the Discord, and we will get you added, and details can be found there. Cool. Uh, Oh, we haven't heard from you in a while. Why don't you uh, tell us about Mario and his uh, what he's got going on? Oh, boy. Skeptical Mario is at it again. He's come up (laughs) with a new challenge called Derp. Uh, which, of course, stands for Diving Evenly Recovery Process, in which you unlock at least one achievement in a game during each month of the contest. So I believe there is a spreadsheet available. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be Mario without a spreadsheet involved. Is he going to sing a song at the end of it? He might. Probably. Oh. He might. Mm. Under pressure, maybe? That sounds pretty fun. Uh, How long does this run for? Um, Let's see. Months, six months, 12 months, and beyond. Um, Yeah, so I don't think he knows. (laughs) I think it's to see. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's based on interest. Because the the point of this particular contest, if I understand it correctly, right, is you're earning one achievement a month in a game that you started, right? So he used an example of Killer Instinct. This is a perfect game for this contest because you start Killer Instinct and you just unlock one achievement in it a month and you keep getting points for every month. Now, it discourages you from playing any more of the game, which could be problematic in and of itself, but... It, it may encourage you just there are certain games like we've definitely talked about before with with random to do list where there are games that sort of get drip fed through random to do list where you get that one and you get out. So the the Mario's derp challenge does 
match that well. So if you're playing that way anyway, it doesn't hurt to show, to sign up for it. It's just another way to try to recover those completion percentages, especially after so many people put so much stuff on their tag last month for the Empire versus Rebels challenge. Absolutely. Yeah, you should get bonus points huh? for uh, playing guacamole, uh, right, Kush? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you can't you can't just do one achievement a month in Guacamelee. That's only good for one month. That's the first thing that came to mind. I didn't think there's an attack called the Dashing Derp Derp. So that's what <laughs> came to my mind. There is, yeah. I, and I remember when the Bean Dive wasn't quite yet an official TA event. So just in case anyone listening isn't familiar with it, that one of the people on TA, Bean Potter, this was his invention, this idea of taking all the games in your backlog and just throwing them on your tag. So it's sort of like you get all your dirty laundry out there. Everyone can see what you own. <laughs> and as part of it, I think when he conceptualized it, he also proposed the Bean Derp, which was the Bean Dive Emergency Recovery Program. So it's a similar idea where, okay, you put all this stuff on your tag. Now the next part of the contest is going to be to get that stuff all, all so that you have your completion percentage back. But as is the way of TA – the second part never caught on. We just like adding games to our tag. We don't like finishing what we start. But Mario's trying to give us another incentive to do that. So if you want more information, definitely ping him in the Discord. Cool. All right. Well, that's the uh, that time of the podcast where we like to recognize all our amazing uh, listeners and whatnot. Uh, we have Brag Camp. So completions, M, take it away. So before I get started, Brad Camp oh. is so much more manageable this month because we've all <laughs> come out on the other side of this contest. So before calling out individuals, <laughs> congratulations to everyone in the community. I think over 2.6 million gamer score was earned. I'm pretty sure there's a wrap up coming uh, with all that information. But thank you all again for making that awesome. And now we're going to go to a far more abbreviated <laughs> brag camp. In completions, we have P. Tart with 550 games. MDP has completed 800 games. Hey, Elroy, that guy on the panel this week. He I love that guy. has passed multiple completion milestones, not only getting past 890, <laughs> not only going through 895, but reaching 900 completed games. Do you happen to remember what 900 was? Uh, I believe it was Quattro's, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Quattro's was pretty um, good. I enjoyed that game. Oh, man, that, that last achievement, that wacky achievement, God bless, man, that thing. I, I couldn't get that wacky achievement to, because you can't rotate the pieces, and then, so you, it's, it's just very luck-based, I thought, but I don't know. Yeah, I, Maybe I was just playing it wrong. I, I remember enjoying the game, but I, I won't claim to remember the achievement list particularly well. Um, yeah. And then one more person to shout out in completions, Lucas1987, who, similar to Elroy, passed multiple milestones on the way to the big milestone we're shouting out today. So Lucas went all the way from 2,190 completed games to 2,200 completed games. That's almost Dang. double the amount of games I have on my tag in total. So good job. In completion. That's impressive. It's incredibly impressive. <laughs> In completion percentage, we have Chesno, who has reached the stunningly high milestone of 25% completion. Good job. AZ Mongoose at 28% completion. Coats McGoats at 37%. Keita at 41%. Faustian Greed has reached 46% completion. 
Ross Sauce Ross at 74% completion. And then we have a couple of high performers here who probably are not satisfied with these completion percentage milestones because they want more. Skeptical Mario, who has reached 87%, but with the help of the derp will most likely achieve higher milestones. And AS Unknown 1, who is at 88% completion. So good job, everyone. In ratio, people are playing difficult games again. We have Retro Chief 1969 with 1.4, Dubois with 1.6, Noth Ultra, also known as why have my brain not. Thank you, Railbait. Uh, I was going to say something meaner. And in the, no, I wasn't going to be mean. I just completely forgot because he changed his oh. game attack on me. Inigo Montoya 80 with a new milestone of 1.7 as well. Legohead 1977 with 1.9 and Katie with a ratio of 2.1. In streaks, uh, he doesn't like to talk about streaks, but he's got a new one. It's X the Hero with 125 days. We uh-huh. also also have Northern Lass with 275 days, Wild West 08 with 400, as well as Fluttery Chicken sitting at 400. Sincere Seeker 6, love it, 450 days. Prince It, currently 500 days. Elroy OMJ, we're well, at 1,400, uh, buddy. He's okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. And Mad iPad Eye <clears throat> is currently on a 3,025-day achievement win streak. Normally don't read Amateur. the 25s, but I think we didn't get his 3,000, so. Very nice. All right. Very cool. All right. Well, achievements won. Uh, Katie has 4,000 achievements. Sir Polygon has 11,000. Uh, Fight Clicks B has eleven thousand. Uh, Saban Rothschild has eleven thousand five hundred. Philip Window twelve thousand five hundred. A Gray Shark is fourteen thousand five hundred. Uh, Elephant has seventeen thousand. Dunkos has eighteen thousand five hundred. Uh, ZZ Urban Spaceman. Thanks, man. We were all drinking. Oh, there you go. Right when we were drinking. I was drinking. I I actually almost had a spit take. (laughs) 21,500. Oz Buffanatic has 23,000. Casual Casual Exile has 23,500. Big L. Thanks, man. Very good. The Joe Dean has 24,500. Mental Knight number five has 32,000. Yinga Garten has 3,200, 500. And Lucas has 60,000 achievements. God bless, man. I guess that's what happens when you have those 2,000. Well, how many completions? Uh, 2,200. 2, yeah. God bless. That's a lot of uh, achievements. So I think he's about to hit 2 million, but uh, I guess I'll get to spoilers. Gamers. Spoilers. Gamer score. Um, yeah, we like gamer score. Uh, uh, I Mike Zero has three hundred thousand. Freem Uncle Freem has four hundred thousand. Uh, Elephant seventy seven four hundred fifty thousand. Finally got A it right. Gray Shark five hundred and ten thousand. Uh, I mean anybody can get five hundred thousand, but five hundred and ten thousand that's insane. And then <laughs> Dude with the face uh, seven hundred thousand. Lady Licky also has seven hundred thousand. Uh, Red forty seven eight hundred thousand. Uh, Vulgar Latin, 900,000. Lord of the Dookie uh, is 900,000 as well. Anigo Montoya, 1,300,000. Oh, man. Uh, Elroy OMJ, 
I love that guy. Has 1,350,000. And I only mention that because Lucas1987, who will be Elroy OMJ's next victim on the Gamer Score leaderboard for beat em ups. That's right. I'm coming for you, Lucas. <laughs> has reached a new milestone of 1,990,000 Gamer Score. I think you'll make two million. You'll probably make two million before we're done recording. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably already there. Someone check the feed. <laughs> yeah, it um, might already be there. NTA score. Sincere Seeker Six has reached a new milestone of four hundred fifty thousand TA score. Uh, Elephant and his trunk seventy seven seven hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> a gray shark eight hundred thousand. Mike Picciaroni. It must be related to Chipperoni. One million TA score. Very nice. I think he surpassed and then went below and then <laughs> went and hit it again. Such is uh, the struggle I, of TA score. Well, I think he did one of the uh, Zitalon title updates. So he shot up oh. past a million and got one <laughs> million, uh, whatever, whatever the one after that is. But So that one never registered. I don't know. He told the whole story about it. I Somehow I read everything, so I know everything about this stupid Ice Fire TN 1.1 million TA. X the Hero 1.6 million TA score. Lucas 1987. Uh, you know, buddy, he, he was upset that we didn't mention him last week. Did we mention you enough this week? No, we didn't. 3,050,000 TA score, and it just came up on the tracker that he has 4,200 games played. Wow. So we only completed 2,200 of those 4,200. So that's true. Like, that's not that really great, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, Lucas. You're doing amazing. Next week, I'm sure we'll be singing about your 2 million. Hopefully, you hit it with something good. In leaderboards, yep. Alex R. Davies is in the top uh, 20 of the completed games leaderboard for Vayners and then the top 20 TA leaderboard for Vayners. Big L. I will skip him. Prue is in the top 5,000 of the TA <laughs> leaderboard for role-playing. The Alpha Seagull is in the top 500 of the New York Gamerscore leaderboard and top 200 of the New York Gamerscore leaderboard for platformer. Vulgar Latin is in the top 1,000 of the completed games leaderboard. And Waka Pale is in the top 5 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for Battle Royales. <laughs> and you know what? We'll go back to Big L. Big L is in the top 20 of the New York completed games leaderboard for Xbox One. Nice. And I just well checked... And I'm back down to 21. What the hell? I blame oh. Minecraft. I think we're losing Probably. Minecraft completions over here. Trivia question for not Michelle. Hey. Who's number one in New York? Oh. And the New York completed games leaderboard. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Jeter, but. <laughs> <laughs> I like that answer. <laughs> Any idea, Elroy? Yeah. That's okay. Oh. Uh, I like. I, yeah. Take a uh, stab at it. Isn't Bills out there? Bills. Isn't Bills, Bills is there? number one. You got it. You nailed yep. it. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. I have 347. I have 347 in the top 20. He has 824. So more, about more than double. Hmm. Long-term goals. Um, <laughs> awesome. 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 Uh, New York-related trivia. Mm, um uh, uh, as far as New York is concerned, Cuomo. the Alpha Seagull. Yes. The Alpha Seagull. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he's uh, a good guy. He's uh, the number one. Uh, he's like the top card you can get in Wingspan. 
Um, the Alpha Alpha. And uh, if, if you get that card, you're you know going to win like every match. So. There you go. Okay. Ko. <laughs> Any crazy brag camp things? Uh, survivalist posted that he was the first to complete two different games: Windbound and The Wild Eight. I believe those are both not easy to complete. So nice job. Nigo Montoya completed Switch and Shoot. Chipapapapapa uh, completed Rainbow Six Vegas. So now he has the full series completion along with the Rainbow Six Vegas 2 and Rainbow Six Siege. That's impressive. Well done, Chip. It is. Chesno was very proud of himself. He hit 25% completion percentage. Well, nowhere to go but up, my friend. Uh, Triple Triad completed Night Call before it went bye-bye. Uh, Skeptical Mario was the fourth to complete Adios Amigos. That's pretty awesome. I'm thinking Awu and Wakapel were two of the four. I don't know who the third one is. but I know they were giving him tips, and he really liked it. Uh, dude with the face was doing some mumbo-jumbo with his gamer score. <laughs> he got like 6969 or 699, 699, and... I don't know what he was doing. And then he got 699,999, and then he said he was going to get a one-gamer score achievement to hit 700,000 on the nose, and so he did. Uh, Heizo completed the Mass Effect trilogy. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> what I do? Heizo <laughs> uh, completed... On the nose, dude with the face, on the nose. I got it. I see. Alright, be quiet. <laughs> okay, sorry. Heizo <laughs> <clears throat> completed the Mass Effect trilogy. <laughs> And he said he doesn't know what to do with his life now because I guess he has got no other games to play. Nice job, Ahizo. And um, sad. Mike Pitch, uh, we should see more of these on TA. He challenged me uh, to completions once I taunted him about my top 20 in New York. He's uh, a bit lower than I am. So he challenged me to completions in Xbox One games and Xbox 360 games for some reason, as well as total completions. So you going down, Mike Pitch. And in the bestest news of all, Mr. Hatton had a child. Well, I, I more accurately, his wife did. Uh, much love to <laughs> Hatton and his family. Congratulations. So, yeah, send, send him some baby hats. <laughs> Elroy, close it out. All right. Well, um, so we uh, thank everyone for listening. Uh, you can find us in all the places that you normally would find us on Twitch, Twitter, Discord, Patreon, YouTube, and, of course, iHeartRadio. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so with that, this has been <laughs> Level, Level 150. And we have made it to the end of class. So class is now dismissed. Nailed it. From level, from level 150. Oh, bye-bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs> level 150. everybody welcome to another exciting episode of vcw wherein whoa 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 this is not the vcw this is the v c c 
CW. Was that the right amount of C's? I, I felt like it was. I, you know, I, I, I could never count C's. Yep, you heard it right, folks. Uh, Volga and myself have now kissed, kissed again, and made up. And felt up. <laughs> so we are no longer uh, divided. We are, in fact, united. And we've brought the CCC and the VCW together to form the VCCCW. Correct. So let's go over uh, what happened last month. I mean, if we have to, I feel I feel like if we look backwards, then we're just raking over, you know, all of the divisions and, and arguments and, and bickering. So, you know, I, I'd prefer to look forward, but I, I do understand that, you know, we do have to acknowledge the carnage. Oh, there was carnage. There was a whole Star War, Empire versus Rebels, and uh, the Rebels won by a lot. Although, look, I wouldn't call it a lot, but 70,000 in over a million, 200,000, you know, it's more change. Both teams did amazing. Yes. I think the takeaway from this isn't who won and who lost. It's how well we all did together. Exactly. We we crushed it. Over, what was it, 2.5 million? Well over that. So uh, the, the final tally of Gamerscore earned 2,740,918, which is just, it's just staggering, staggering numbers. Uh, yes, the Rebels did clinch it in the end, and it, it, was, it was back and forth across the month. You know, I think you guys started off strong. We managed to pull up kind of halfway through the month but then you took it back towards the back end until we finally went absolutely crazy on the last couple of days yep but we had some individual heroes too on the on the empire side and on the rebel side uh, there were a lot of people scored over a hundred thousand which is a foof in a month is it just a crazy feat yeah, so I th- I think we had 10 foofs, so that for anyone who doesn't know that's 100,000 game score earned in one in well, at all. Uh, in this case in one month. And that's crazy. Uh, I was in that number. Uh let's see we had also Fug, Ace, Dude with the Face, Jimbot, all, all kind of earned like little over Inferno, little over 100,000, but but then some people absolutely just smashed it out the park. MDP, Inigo Montoya got 130,000, but two people just i mean slew they slew yeah it was insane uh retro chief just absolutely went buck wild uh scoring a absolute ton i i believe it was over 150,000 168,000 wow. yep. final tally yep nuts and tony calzoni i'd have to pull up the actual numbers to, uh, he he killed it uh he he was the top scorer overall with a hundred and seventy some one hundred and seventy seven over one hundred and seventy seven thousand so I think what happened in the end was uh retro and Tony kind of forgot <laughs> the rest of the team battle, and uh, they were just going head to head. Retro was nipping at Tony's to heels the entire time and, and Tony was was determined to to hold the lead uh, which he did and it was it was crazy it was it was amazing to see yeah it was a uh, it was intense and uh, I think we're all in agreement that we're not going to do something like that for a long time <laughs> uh yes I think uh burnout I think was the uh 
was the word of the month. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it wasn't just Gamerscore uh, that was on the table. It was also a Star Wars bonus, which in retrospect was kind of pointless with the kind of numbers people were pulling out on the pure Gamerscore. There was one game uh, that was actually quite beneficial. Star Wars Episode One Racer. Absolutely. A classic, a nostalgic classic for quite a lot of us, I think, actually. So it was kind of fun pulling that one up and, and knocking it out. But people did, to be fair, you know, in the spirit of the month, go back to some some Star Wars games. In total, t- over 27,000, nearly 28,000 gamer score was earned in Star Wars games, which is, which is actually a pretty decent uh, number. Uh, let me see. Uh, you know, people who, who did more than just Racer, we've got Ace, uh, Chesno, Dude with the Face, Northern Lass, Umple Beast, and a few others. But leading the way with, with 2,245 gamer score, was you know yours truly it could only be me yeah, really. yeah, had to be you yeah i did some lego star wars uh, force awakens and uh, the second the battlefront 2 campaign which i have to say i i, I didn't mind that That's actually pretty good a decent campaign it, it's a bit it's a bit uh, schizophrenic <laughs> but they, they made an effort to actually put a story together uh, and i appreciated that yeah it was a, that was a lot of fun uh, i had done that mm-hmm. before but yeah I just wished you got to be mm. the Empire the whole time. But yeah, it was uh, it was decent. And um, actually, myself and Ace uh, had a had a little uh, side challenge for for who would earn the most Star Wars score in the month. And uh, yeah, I beat I beat him on that one. So, but it was a good shout by Ace. He got one thousand six fifty. So not bad. Also in May, Jay Black decided to kind of tag on uh, a little something uh, Star Wars related, uh, and I'm going to cross over to him to talk about that. Hello again, everyone. June is here, which means it's time to announce the winners of the Goal Getters Prize Month. Of the 20 people who entered, 10 completed every spelling task. And for that, they each got 19 entries into the draw. Overall, there were 17 people in the draw, with a total of 258 entries. Of these 17 people, Simso was the only one who didn't complete Chewbacca. Now, was that the most completed word because he is the best character in the entire Star Wars universe? Or is it just because it was worth the most entries in the draw? I guess that all depends on who you ask. Right, Chewie? Well, now it's time to announce the winners. Can I get a drum roll, please? Drum roll. What do you mean we don't have enough budget for the sound effects? Uh, All right. Producer John's telling me that we don't have a drum roll sound effect. All right, fine. Let's try this again. It's time to announce the winners. The first place winner, Death Dealers. And she picked Space Jacked. Eliphalet got the second pick, and he chose Spaceland. Chewy on Ice got the third, and he picked... Kerbal Space Program Enhanced Edition. And last but not least, Dude with the Face, he wins Stardust Galaxy Warriors. There will definitely be more Goal Getter Prize Months coming up in the future, so keep watch on the Discord and keep listening to the podcast. Remember, to take part in the Prize Months, you must be part of the Goal Getter year-long challenge. Check the pins in the channel for more info, and let Chewy or myself know if you want to join up. Finally, thank you to everyone who took part, and congratulations to the winners. I hope you enjoy your prizes.
And then other stuff, uh, I beat a Heizo in our two out of three genre challenge, uh, beating him out of two out of three genres. Uh, I lost action RPG because uh, he just had too much Mass Effect. You almost got uh, all three genres, though. You were only a few hundred behind him on action RPG. But yeah, he was uh, he was Mass Effecting it up over there. The other two genres were uh, simulation racing and puzzle. Now, what did you play in Simulation Racing? Dirt 5, uh, Forza mm-hmm. Motorsport 6 and 7, and Ducati Anniversary, or Ducati uh, Motorcycle Racing. Now, I'd ask you to do the same list for Puzzle, but but you earned nearly 18,000 gamer score on Puzzle, so I won't make you do the list. <laughs> I did so much. <laughs> the thing I noticed throughout this month and doing the scoring for this is that a lot of the easy games, quote unquote easy games, the baby games, fall under the genres of puzzle and platformer. Yes. All of those rats and zits, those little uh, side-scrolling platformers or like basic puzzle games, just so much score in those two genres alone. And yeah, uh, Jimbot, he went nuts. <laughs> yes. He took on everyone in a two yeah he took on 11 people in the community i I don't know it just kept going and going and going he started off being like can anyone beat me in two out of three genres and a couple of people said yeah i think i can and then just throughout those next few days like more and more people were like i want to do it i want to do it i want to do it and he ended up with 11 people and it wasn't that they were facing him in the same three genres they each got to pick their own genre and then another genre was was given to them by me yeah uh, Alex, I think, did a few as well. Uh, and it was just crazy. He had to take on 11 people, two out of three genres across different scoring metrics. Yeah, not just gamer score. TA, yeah, achievements, completions. Uh, so I, I started tallying the score like in the last 10 days of the month and he was he was losing quite quite badly. It was, it was, it was looking quite embarrassing for him. Uh, but then he just pulled it out in the last few days. Uh, he managed to beat J Black, Chesno, Ahizo, Saban Rothschild, Ace, Skeptical Mario, and Sprinky Dink. So he beat, what's that, seven out of the 11? Yeah, it's insane. But unfortunately, uh, he did have to uh, lose uh, as well. So he lost, probably unsurprisingly, to Tony Calzoni, seeing as uh, the two genres on the table there were puzzle and platformer. Yep. And as we've already established, Tony... Went buck wild. Yeah. 41,000 game score in puzzle and 43,000 game score in platformer was what Tony ended up with. Absolutely insane. Uh, he lost also to Dude with the Face, Alex, and MDP. And actually, MDP won the honor of beating him in all three genres. Uh, and that was in completions for puzzle, platformer, and action horror. He only needs to get one single completion in action horror to, to clinch it, which I think he did Doom 64. Oh, yeah. Which is an, an easy one. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But yeah. I, but, I mean, hats off to Jimbot. That was an insane amount of, of tracking and balancing and trying to, to, you know, he could have just not done any of it. And he managed to beat seven out of the uh, 11, which is which is just crazy. I think that was all for last month. Now we can... Uh, take a look ahead at the future, June. Before we do that, can we just hug it out for a second? Yeah, just come here. Come here, man. So, oh, hmm. You got any shampoo going on here? I feel myself bits. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, yes. <clears throat> moving on, moving on. Yeah, June, June. So, I mean, look, I don't know about you. We, we talked about this. Uh, people are just 
we're tired after last month and we've been worn ragged not only emotionally and and physically and mentally but also racially racially no not racially uh (laughs) not racially Uh, (laughs) our ratios have taken a hammering yes a real hammering and i think that not only should we work on our on our personal differences but we should also work on our true achievement differences and let's let's not make this competitive nope it's cooperative let's just work together as a community to rebuild our differences what do you say yeah i'm into it let's do it okay cool so let's say everybody on the empire and the rebels are automatically in yes okay they they were the ones that trashed their ratios and each other uh, and regardless of what they plan on doing this month, we're going to tally up their true achievement difference score and add it all together and see what we end up with. But but let's say that let's open it up. I think let's open it up to any uh, independent contractors who want to join in and help up. <laughs> yeah. If anyone wants to uh, opt in, uh, just react to the post in the VCCCW channel, uh, and you will be tracked as well. And uh, because it's a community like collaborative thing, let's let's put some prizes on the table. Let's reward our efforts. Heck yeah! I think every significant milestone we can achieve as a group, I'm going to open up a prize draw uh, for anyone who's involved, uh, and let's see how many prizes we can get rolling. Yeah, let's do it. I'd like to say that we'd hit 2.7 million TAD to match our 2.7 million game score. Probably seems a little bit undoable, but if we can hit 1 million, I will be super impressed. yeah if we hit a million I, I i would be pretty amazed what else do we want to do let's uh well i i think uh i think jay black uh heard the word rebuilding and got a little bit excited yes he did <laughs> and i think a few people actually heard those words and, and immediately assumed that we were going to be bringing back the lego challenge so we brought back the lego challenge <laughs> <laughs> yeah why not why not it was so much fun last time. So many people hated it. So many people loved it. So many people loved to hate it. And yeah, let's let's just say Gamer Score and Lego. Let's see who can learn the most. Heck yeah. And and on that, um, we actually have an awkward situation where I have a whole bunch of people with belts and you have people with belts. And so Chesno and Freaky Row uh, are going to square off against Dark Lord Davis and Hatton. Those are our two tag team folk uh, in Gamer Score and Lego games. So... We'll see how that goes. Okay, yeah. So is that a winner-takes-all, unify-the-belts kind of tag team belt situation? Looks like a unification situation. Now, I would say we should unify our other belts, but we have a bit of a problem there in that uh, my kind of heavyweight belt holder and your heavyweight belt holder and my intercontinental belt holder are... The same person, yes. Mental Knight has (laughs) self-unified. Yeah, he did it without... He he fixed that and... uh, I guess I also have a, a Heizo and It's Alive Alex uh, with the other two belts. So we'll figure something out there. Okay. And, um, you know, on the side, I also noticed uh, hanging around the Vayner channel, a few people had kind of intended to play and complete Hollow Knight over the last few months and most failed miserably to do anything in it. So I kind of thought, I know, I'll give people a little bit of an extra incentive to do that and maybe any other veiners they want to play uh, so i created uh, a challenge called veiner summer and that would be uh, between the months of june and september whoever can earn the most ta score in metro games 
will win. And actually, if people get completions, there will be a bonus applied to that too. So I really want to encourage everyone to kind of get back to the community's most, I'd say, most favored genre. I don't get it myself. I'm not a take it or leave it, really. But hey, I mean, y'all seem to like it. It's so popular. I mean, it was what the genre of the year, like like three years yeah. ago and uh, never has stopped. remained a genre of the year it's never <laughs> stopped it never went away yeah. rpgs kind of snuck in but they didn't really get traction in the same way uh, yeah so you know let's get our veiners out yep for in the summer and uh, i'll also mention june raider uh kush uh has an individual thing he mentioned it in a previous episode but i'll mention it here too for tomb raider games in the month of june and previous uh, accomplishments count previous uh, things there uh, you'll find out more details uh, from him. Just pester him about it constantly. Yeah, so I think he wants to see across a bunch of people in the community a lot of green ticks in boxes across the Tomb Raider series. So if you've previously earned score, completed games, or if you do so in June, then that will all count towards... Is he offering a prize for that? I believe there is, but I don't uh, know exactly. I've... He's offering a massive prize, probably one of the biggest prizes we've ever seen. I am shocked. It's, it's official. <laughs> and then I also have a scavenger hunt uh, for individual achievements with a lot of different criteria. A lot of you are signed up for it. But if you're interested or not signed up, uh, let me know and I can get you set up with a sheet. Uh, this is just a for fun thing. No prizes, just something to do. So if you're looking for something to do, I got you covered. You mean there's a spreadsheet and we get to look at our games and tick off things on the spreadsheet? Yes. That sounds like absolute heaven there's a lot of specific things for you to tick off a lot of boxes so good luck with that and here are the results of the year-long contests in year of the assassin it was actually a quieter month overall as people were unsurprisingly otherwise occupied but we did actually still get a bunch done including some completions that move us ever so closer to unlocking that prize draw notable moments include a Hizo completing black flag on the 360 Eliphalet completing Odyssey, Matism beating the story of Black Flag on the 360, and completing both 3 and Rogue, and Wheezy Fuzz beating the story on Valhalla, and also getting quite close to the completion, which is really essential because Valhalla is probably the least progressed entry in the whole series. We also had a bunch of DLC knocked out by people, particularly in Revelations, due to some lovely boosting in the community. In Chesno's crazy completion clearance, the number of started and completed games went absolutely nuts, but the rankings actually don't change massively because a lot of the games that people were starting in the month, they also completed. Jester is still holding on strong to the top spot with a started to completed games difference of 47, followed by Stan in second with 29, EOJ in third with 25, and Kirkland, Fug, Wildwood Mike and J Black following. Notable changes on the leaderboard include Volgolatin and Hawkeye Berry taking quite a big drop because they actually started quite a few more games than they completed in May. And finally on Goalgetter, the scores were also nuts, as you probably expect, but those who managed to maintain a slightly higher ratio compared to the huge amounts of Achievements 1, Gamer Score, TA and Completed Games managed to hold the edge alongside all of those easy games. MDP and Retro Chief tied at the top, with Dude with the Face, Ace, Jimbot, Volga, Fug, and myself following close behind. With May scores added into the total so far, that gives us a top five in reverse order of Volga, Mental, Alex, MDP, and leading the way, Jimbot. 
Okay, well, uh, I think that's everything we got to cover uh, this month, uh, Volker. I, I, you know, I have to say personally, it's it's great having you here with me. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Together, it's it's nice to be let out the cage. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. It's awkward. You know, we, we all go a little crazy there. It's fine. Yeah, let's let's just go out there. Let's get some TAD. Let's have some fun, man. Okay, and with that, this is Chewie and Volker signing off. See you. Howdy everyone, Elroy OMJ here with a sampler plate, yes a sampler plate of reviews for you, not one, not two, but a three course review meal for you to get the nourishment you need to make your hunger for all things gamer score go away. Let's start off with Brunch Club. It's breakfast, it's lunch. And it's a game that frustrated the crap out of me to the point that I just stopped after about, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. And I haven't been back to it since. No regrets. Now, given my short dining time in brunch club, you should take what I say with a grain of salt. But I can give you the gist of it. So this meal consists of several food-themed challenges that you must undergo. Uh, for example, there's one where you have to make uh, butter toast. What's so hard about that? Well, you have no hands, you see, because you're the bread and every th- other item. Um, it's kind of similar to the game I Am the Bread, uh, which I would not play either. But anyhow, you control the items and you must pivot and rotate your way into the toaster. That's not so hard, right? Well, except for there's this little known fact about bread. It can't jump. So yes, a ramp must be built to get into the toaster. And by the time you get a nice ramp built for said toaster, well, the toaster malfunctions and shakes the whole freaking table and all kinds of structural damage to said makeshift ramp occur. Now, in the event that you are successful in getting the bread in the toaster and you make a piece of toast you still must pick up a knife and manipulate it to get butter and then get said butter to touch the newly created piece of toast also in case this wasn't problematic enough at this point the table that this is all taking place on is not exactly huge so you know space becomes an equally pressing issue and if any bread toasted or not toasted buttered or not, falls off the table, eh, you lose. And you have to start over. Similarly, there's a game with a grill. Now, I'm personally quite handy with a grill. I must uh, not to brag too much or not to break my own arm patting myself on the back. But uh, this game left me doubting my abilities. So, again, a ramp must be created. You can use uh, tongs and a spat to to uh, get the, the dogs and the and the burgers over to the grilling area. But, of course, it's not that simple. You see, a storm has blown in and keeps slamming the freaking lid of the grill so that you like burn your items because you can't reach them because there's a grill cover in the way. As well as the problem that the buns, burger patties, and hot dogs are quite round and keep falling off the freaking grill. Now, in real life... This uh, rookie error would uh, mean my pup's uh, giggle pig and little Mingo would uh, be the beneficiary. But 
in this universe, it means you lose. No worries. One could just go real slow, right? You could go real slow, get that toast done, get those burgers done, and just be really careful. <laughs> oh, wait. I didn't tell you about the timer? Oh, yeah, that's right. So you have to be quick and careful. Yeah. So the achievements are tied to such, and uh, there's some difficulty levels. Uh, there's the, the hard version, the easy version. There's a bunch of achievements tied to such where you have to beat each one of these little mini games in each uh, set of difficulty. You get uh, a couple of achievements for uh, three starring every level, for beating every level on uh, hard, beating every level on easy. Uh, that's the bulk of the achievements. Now, <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, there's there's also some achievements for some cumulative stuff, such as cooking, I don't know, like 50 hot dogs, 50 burgers. Uh, um, there's all kinds of cumulative food achievements, basically. And those seem doable, but they have some of the higher ratios, so I'm not really sure if it uh, what's going on with that. But uh, I could grind out 50 dogs. Uh, it might be very slow, but it could happen, theoretically. It's uh, probably going to happen a lot more quickly than the uh, c scenario that I painted for you. Uh, also, there, the good news is that there are achievements. You can get about 110 gamer score for failing. Yes, that's right. Uh, for failing, I think, 20 times, 50 times, and 100 times. So if you're like me and you really suck at this game, uh, you're looking at probably, assuming you get a few of these random achievements, you're probably looking at about 250 out of 100 or 1,000. Pretty far from a, a gentleman's 720. So... Yeah, brunch was kind of a bust. So what about lunch? Well, the good news is let your hunger be quenched with Lunchapalooza. Now, this game, it gives its gamer score a lot more freely and can be completed, I don't know, in probably about three hours, I would imagine, uh, with little or no cooking skills. Hmm. So it's a party-style game. The other one's a party game as well, but uh, it doesn't seem like the kind of party I would uh, want to uh, <laughs> attend. But uh, uh, but anyway, this one's a party style game where you are the different main courses as your characters. So you might be a hamburger or a meatball or uh, some walking spaghetti noodles or things like that. And each have their own attack style that was kind of cool that they, you know, not every character is the same. A lot of these games, you just pick random cosmetic changes and everyone attacks the same. But in this one, each one has a very unique uh, skill set and has different traits. And basically, you're battling out in a free-for-all. Now, in contrast to Brunch Club, the goal is to throw the other food on the ground Again, you don't want to be part of their system. You just throw them on the ground. No, you. Uh, but you attack, you shove, and you otherwise eliminate all the other players. And what this really means is that you have uh, you basically pick up your other three controllers and make them walk off the edge repeatedly, and depending on how many lives you set them with, until you finish enough matches that unlock the stages and the additional characters, uh, each of which gives you uh, achievo. So. Uh, there's this achievement, for example, like play six matches, for example, and then that pops one of the characters, you get an achievement. So it's basically you just play through the game and you'll get the bulk of the achievements. Now, 
also most stages have a, a very unique achievement tied to it where something has to be done on that stage. This usually involves some using a specific character, um, but not necessarily. Uh, you could, uh, there's one for example where you uh, have to jump in a horn and get shot up on top of a chandelier, something that you would not normally do, but uh, you can look at the solution. It's a little challenging at times to figure out how to land on it, but it, you know, it's not too bad. Uh, but there is this one achievement that can uh, go straight to hell and, <laughs> and say hi to uh, Banjo when he's there. And that is on some. It's like this jungle cruise boat stage where you're like on a jungle boat, jungle cruise boat, um, which sidebar just happens to be the rest, the best ride at Disney World. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I mean, where else can you see the backside of water? I mean, it's just insane. But uh, unfortunately, this is not as pun of a trip. So uh, you are riding along on this stage and you have to smack somebody into some island of dolls using a jello, I think the jello mold character. But uh, it's like, it might have been the, the spaghetti news. I can't remember. But you have to like use their special attack that sends them flying and then just hope, just hope that it lands on this mysterious island that you can't really tell where they're wanting you to land. Um, that's the only achievement that I really had any trouble with. I haven't gotten that achievement yet. I kind of gave up after about 25 minutes. I was like, this is stupid. I'll just uh, come back to this. But other than that, the, the game Shivas are pretty much um, pretty fair and uh, have the normal assortment of party game chivos like uh, killing three people at once two people at once etc etc uh, getting killed by the like a hazard in the stage you know the normal stuff for party games such as this uh, but lunch is served up with lots of gamer score uh, and so I would definitely recommend this one but perhaps you want a little bit more to dine upon time for some dessert <laughs> no, we're not serving up dessert possums, but rather cake in mostly the form of cupcakes uh, in the wonderful game called Cake Bash. Now, I know that everyone's probably heard the joke by now where two cupcakes are in the oven. One turns to the other and says, this game takes, no, I don't know, four hours to complete and has easy gamer score. The other cupcake says, holy crap brunch club is hard as balls yeah screw you brunch club but i don't know there, there might be some certain local variations of that joke but uh that that's the one i've always heard but fortunately dessert plays out much more like lunch than brunch and has pretty much the same style of gameplay honestly it's pretty much kind of a, the same type of game except for that you're not just trying to shove the other players and by players, I obviously mean the additional controllers that you have turned on. Uh, but you're not trying to shove them off the counter or anything like that. But rather, your goal is to uh, collect the most sweets or the most items in the mini game, or throw the most berries into the fountain or things like that. Um, there's like a, a couple modes. There's like a free for all where you have to do the most within the the time limit. But there's also these little quick mini games that exist where you have to like cook marshmallows, and uh, the more golden brown they are, the more points you get per marshmallow. Where you're stacking scoops of ice cream on a cone without letting it fall. Um, and when you win these matches of uh, the mini games and the free for alls, you get coins that are basically used to buy toppings. 
and then the the one with the most and best toppings at the end of the uh, overall match, uh, you uh, and you can match toppings. So there's like a little game involved in getting your toppings because if you buy three of the little ones, you get like a large one. It like morphs into a larger version of it. I think some of them it might be two, and then it morphs. I forget, but. Uh, but in the end, you get all these toppings on there, and then at the end, it says who is the sweetest, as as they put it, uh, and that will most likely cause diabetes and obesity, as I put it. But uh, whoever has the most sugar on them, I guess, at the end wins. And so the Chivos mostly revolve around the the, the mini games, doing certain things in stages. So kind of like Lunchapalooza such as uh, in the minigame with the marshmallows, you have to cook three perfect marshmallows, which took uh, much longer than I care to really admit. Uh, others, they tie to uh, collecting complete sets of toppings. So, for example, there's uh, like, I don't know, there's like five sets of them, I think, or something like that. And one of them is gummy toppings. So it's like uh, three different little tiny gummy things and then like a larger version of it. So... Um, usually it takes about two playthroughs for one set, uh, could bleed over to three, plus there's variations where you don't really get, you don't, well, you don't get to choose which toppings you're playing for for that game. And getting through all the playthroughs is uh, kind of a tad bit consuming, time consuming, because, um, it's like you have to sit through the, the free-for-all part, so it's like two minutes or three minutes where it's just, you know, it's just long enough where <laughs> you can't really do a whole lot, but... But the good news is that uh, you can just like grab one point real quick and then the other controller is not going to move because it's sitting right next to you and then just let the clock run out. So that gives you a lot of time where you can do other things like, you know, play Gears Pop or, oh wait, oh, yeah, that's kind of awkward, never mind, that, I, yeah. Anyway, you could always just sit there and uh, finish up uh, Windows Phones games, right? That's That's a thing again, right? I think so. Anyway, all in all, I would recommend two of the three. <laughs> I bet you can't imagine which one is the one that is odd man out. So if you like playing party games, these uh, most of these follow the recipe, so to speak. And all are similar to many others uh, with moderate but fun difficulty. And yeah, the, the achievement lists are pretty well done. So... I give Lunchapalooza four out of five meatballs, because that was my favorite character on there. I give Cake Bash four out of five sprinkles. And Brunch Club, I give one out of five middle fingers, because up yours, Brunch Club. Welcome back to One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List, a segment where we take a look at the achievement list of a couple games, one on the awesome spectrum and one in the hot garbage on a warm summer day spectrum. What exactly makes these lists good or bad? Well, that's what we will be discussing. This is One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. I am sitting in a dark room waiting for the grooves to converge upon me. It is I, Elroy OMJ, and I am joined today by an individual that is standing in an open field west of a white house with a boarded front door, but there is a small mailbox here. He is Volgerlat. I don't know the meaning of mailbox. <laughs> the door is a jar. <laughs> no, back when I played that game, for those of you don't know, that aren't old or 
get references like that. That that would be Zork one. And when I played that, I was like, I don't know, six or seven or eight. I don't remember. It came out in the early eighties, and <laughs> it said the door is ajar. And I swear to you, I could not figure out why I could not grab the jar. I kept saying <laughs> something like, "Take jar." Do this jar because I didn't know that word. I was too young. I did not know what a jar was. So yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a fork in the road, and you tried to pick it up. <laughs> exactly. It's a uh, nostalgia like that. So those of you that don't know what grooves are, yeah, you go Google there's, it. There's songs about. It. Yeah, there's songs about <laughs> it. Actually, you've been eaten by a guru uh, by uh, what's his face. Uh, I always want to say Sir Mix a lot, but that's not it. I can't think of his name now. Nerdcore guy. MC Chris. Uh, MC Front a lot. I think maybe. Okay. I forget. I don't know. I, I, I'm so disappointed in myself that I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I'm sure they'll let people will let us know. Yeah. It's always called You've Just Been Eaten by a Guru. And uh, it's classic. Anyway. Looks like uh, I'm up for the bad list. So that means you just get to hear me talk some more. Yay. The good news <laughs> is I don't have much to say about this train wreck of a game. So uh, this shouldn't take too long. Here is your bad list. Your bad list is no other than a wonderful... Well, I don't know if it's wonderful or not, because the downside of a bad list is that if it's so bad, people will maybe not even buy your game. And so I looked at this game and considered getting it, but it's like so bad. I don't even want to I don't even want to go there, actually. I don't I, I'm passing up on it. So this is a beat 'em up game. And so, again, I have my push to move up that leaderboard. And so that's the only reason I stumbled upon this game. And it's a game called Attack Heroes. It came out four years ago. And the only person I know that has any score in it is Mr. Mango himself. <laughs> so, and he just dived it. What makes this list so bad? Let's talk about that. I would tell you what this game is about, but honestly, I've never played it because, again, the list scared me off. I'll be honest. I'm sure it could be like, one of the best games. It's actually got a 4.3 star rating, okay? 4.3 stars. 28 players. This is a lot better than the garbage I play. So uh, I don't even know I've played a, over a four-star game this year. <laughs> Maybe I have. I don't know. Uh, but this would probably be amongst the highest rated games I've played all year. But I'm, I'm not because I have no interest in being a part of this list. And that is definitely the sign of a bad list. So here you go. What is so wrong about this? It does the cardinal sin, okay? It has a ton of zero-point Chivos. That's the cardinal sin. If you're going to get an achievement, make it worth something. Zero points? I, I don't know. But I'm not so old school that every zero-point uh, Chivo should be removed from the universe or beaten like a rented mule or anything like that. Some games, they can use them well. The game that came to mind when I was thinking of uh, zero-point achievements that I didn't mind was uh, Reagan and Gorbachev. Uh, that one had some zero-pointers, but I didn't mind it because the other achievements were decent enough and the game was enjoyable enough to get me to play it. And the zero-point achievements didn't really bother me. Although I did get to the end, I had a 1,000 gamer score and it said I did not have the completion because I missed one of these zero-point achievements, so I had to go back and get it. That was mildly annoying, but I digress. Now, this one, however does not use the zero-point achievement very well. It uses it very poorly. So, in the previous episode, you talked about Destiny 2 with this poor list, right? Mm hmm This is what happens if they meet you halfway. So, you said this list just so spread out, like, it should have something in between, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. So, instead of, you know, fully upgrade the character class, maybe you have one for halfway upgrading the class, and, you know, stuff like that. 
Well, that's kind of what they did here, except for they just uh, they just didn't quite do it right. So, for example, here you go. There is an achievement worth zero points for passing area one. That's kind of the achievement that you're going to get if you die for this game. It's got a 1.00 ratio. Apparently, everyone can pass zero, you know, area one. So I don't have so much a problem with it having zero points. But then you pass area three, which uh, half the people that play the game are unable to do. So uh, this game has 28 tracked gamers. So it sounds like I'm not talking to a lot of people here. So 28 people have played this game or tracked this game. 28 past area one, only 13 past area three. So it sounds like it might be a little bit challenging. And you get zero points for that as well. Well, that's interesting. So zero points there. <laughs> zero points for area one. But then you get to area 10. Well, if you pass that area, you get 200 points. <laughs> so gamer score 200 for area 10, zero for area three. Zero for area one, and there's not even an achievement for for area two, four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine. Doesn't it just seem like it might make a little sense to kind of distribute that a little better? Uh, like you were saying in the previous episode, it sounds like we kind of had the same gripe here, but this one at least this one teases you. It's like, yeah, we recognize you did something here, but we're not going to give you any points for it. So that so that happens, and it continues throughout the game, like. You have some bosses here, so you have some boss battles. And just for the record, only four people have passed level 10, or area 10. There you go. Four out of... so. Well, then it looks like only four people have score in the game. <laughs> well, I wonder why. <laughs> so, you're right, only four people have score in the game, because a couple of people unlock some of these zero-point achievements, and they're on the board. They're on the board with zero points. But you're right, I didn't even notice that. Only four people have do have score in this game. So you beat a boss, right? So that's exciting. There's this one boss. You know, I'm sure he's really tough. His name is Le Jin, I guess, or Li Jin. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You get zero points for beating that guy, even though only eight people done it. But then four people, again, have beaten uh, some guy's name that I don't know. Zwahudin. Oh, that, that was my second choice. Okay. But yeah, that guy. You get 200 points for that. So there's that. Beat all the other bosses. I assume that's the main boss. And you get 200 points for that. What about gold? You like gold? Yeah, we all, we all like gold. Get 20,000 of it, you get zero points. But if you get 100,000, you get 200 points. Nothing for anything between. Stars? You like stars? One guy just missed that. Six have 20,000. Five have ten or 100,000. One guy just couldn't, couldn't, uh, <laughs> just couldn't get do it. Right? Yeah. Well, what's interesting is you have five people that did that, but yeah, only four people have score in the game. How's that work? Yeah, well, because I think it counts some people that have like zero. Yeah, I don't know. This isn't. This is a game that's in Japanese and is unavailable <laughs> to buy if you're in the green lands of not Japan. Well, they could just keep this dang game because I don't want it. I don't want this <laughs> thing. So you like combos? <laughs> if you get a twenty combo, you get zero points. You think, well, let me guess how many I get for a 50 combo. 200, right? No, you get zero for that, too. There's no point in getting combos. There's Screw the combos. There's no points in it. There's zero points for combos, even though there's two achievements for it. And if you like stars, uh, again, the 200 models in place. 200 points for 100 stars, zero for 40, and nothing for anything else. So it's like five 200 
point achievements and then a whole lot of zero pointers that don't really make any sense as to why they chose those over others. Why, for example, area three instead of area five, not that it matters. It's zero points anyway, but uh, all in all, I, I, I don't know what to make of this game, but I do know that I don't want it on my tag. I will not go out of my way to get this game. I don't care how much it costs. Where It's just not going to happen for me. This list is horrendous, and they can keep their 4.3 stars and uh, make a better list next time. I mean, this is by the storied publisher, E-Home Entertainment. <laughs> Creators, are, they bring you such great works as Your Toy and Dying Reborn, oh. Mr. Pumpkin Adventure. So they know what they know what people want. Okay. Have they made and can and Candleman? They made Candleman. They made too? Candleman. Candleman's Man. shit. <laughs> yeah. I actually like Candleman a lot. So it looks like every one of their games I have played. I didn't even notice this. I've played all their games. I played I Am the Hero. I've played Gene Rain. All of them have slight language barriers, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Gene Rain <laughs> was definitely uh interesting. And then you have the Your Toy. Uh, yeah, so they know how to make games with decent achievement lists that aren't just awful. So what happened on this one? Like, why this game well, fell so... I think you're going to have to ask E-Joy Games. <laughs> Indeed. Find makers you're right. of such things as just this game. <laughs> well, maybe... Uh, I guess they they can't like publish... Just all winners, I guess. So this one is definitely the uh, not the cat's meow by any stretch. Uh, so would you have any interest in playing this game whatsoever? Probably not. I don't speak Japanese. Well, yes, but <laughs> in a world that you did. <laughs> no. uh, oof. I barely yeah. speak English good. Yeah, I hear that. Anyway, bad list. Good list? Yeah, what? So, I'm sorry. <clears throat> so... <laughs> Mr. Volger, mm. what list has you reenacting the famous scene from When Harry Met Sally? Oh, yeah. The the one <laughs> where uh, they're in the car? Yeah, nobody knows any other scene besides the yeah. scene. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie. It's a good movie. You should watch Harry, When Harry Met Sally. That's your homework. Yeah. But uh, no, the, the game I picked is an oldie, but a goodie. Fable 2. Good old Fable 2. It's available on Game Pass. It's an xCloud game. Uh, it's it's pretty old. It's probably in about junior high about now. It came <laughs> out my mom's birthday, 2008. It's October 21st, 2008. Uh, I picked this one because there's just a ton of variety. If you get the completion in the base game and the DLC uh, for Fable 3, you're going to be doing a lot of fun, varied things. Mm. And I I can uh, oblige that. So some of the ones here, you know, kill a whole bunch of people. That's not so weird. Yeah, but they all have these like title too. So they gave you a they give you a title. So this is the executioner. Executioner. Wow, English. Get five people drunk in three minutes. You're a party animal. Kill three people with one shot. You're gonna be doing like uncovering treasure. You're gonna be getting super rich. Yeah, you know, playing in co-op. You're gonna find all of the stuff. <laughs> Uh, you're going to be, if you get all the achievements, 
You're going to get married to more than one person at the same time. You're going to go, uh, here's, you went to bed with more than one person. Now that's an achievement <laughs> in all kinds of things. Wait, at the same time or? Yeah. Like, yeah you went just to bed in general. With, with more than one person and, well, why do you think we blacked out the screen? Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, there, uh, this is an awesome list. I've never looked at this list before. I asked, there's several that I, I, I'd love to ask you about. Yeah. There's. A lot of the yeah, it's it's like at least two people at the same time. I think I went all out, uh, and I went to this area in the game that's like a hive of scum and villainy, and just hired like as many people as I could, <laughs> and just did it that way uh, because that's how I am. Like go gambling at the at the tavern. That's something you got to go do. You know, be the most corrupt. Have some tattoos. Like oh, uh, I, now that you mentioned the tattoo achievement, that was one I, I love. The the descriptions on the achievements are where the money's at on this one. So the name of the achievement's all right, but the description is where it's at. So for that example, the tattoo one says it's called the Illustrated Hero, and then the description says tattoos are forever, just like this achievement. Yep, <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, like uh, menace to society. You are a friend. Oh, that's the other thing. Uh, you can have your friends do a lot of this stuff too. So while you're doing uh-huh. it in co-op, you both get it. Committed an act of public indecency. So just get buck naked and go run around. <laughs> like, have a kid. Get married. There's so many different, like, things that you have to do, and it's so much fun. <laughs> the goth. Everybody knows black is the coolest color. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I love these. This is, like, a good read. Yeah, there a lot of these, like, getting them is just a lot of fun. I have yet to do See the Future. I need to do that. I, I would like to go back and, and do that one again. But here's one for, you know, 25 uh, groin shots with your gun. Nice. Called the Nutcracker. <laughs> that one they named aptly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm looking at some of the concept or the art on it. I like the one with the chicken with the, the tear coming out of his eye. Yeah, because you for, kicked a chicken. Yeah, the, kick, the chicken kicker. You or Frank kicked a poor defenseless chicken. Good thing they have reinforced feathers. <laughs> it's, just, it's just silly. I like it. It's so. Uh, how how do you tease the bandits? Uh, there's one for teasing bandits, messing with their minds. So I think that's with. And you're gonna have to excuse me. A lot of these I did a long time ago. That, that one it looks <laughs> I like it. I did February 11th, 2009. It looks like you have to do expressions to because you can do different expressions and you have to do like impersonations. Like, you can basically just make, like, taunts, or there are things you can do. You can, like, make friends with people, and you just, like, it's kind of the weirdest thing about Fable, too, is you can just go do thumbs up over and over and over again, and people are like, wow, this guy's great. I love this guy. And, like, that's all you're doing is just thumbs upping in a crowd, and people are like, I love him. So, I do see a couple, well, I see one pop culture reference in general, The Black Knight. Yeah. Yeah, you have turned hollow man-killing into an art form. Turns out it wasn't a flesh wound. Very nicely done. Yes, so you have to basically do a Black Knight uh, from Monty Python. They're zombie enemies. <laughs> you literally chop off all the limbs <laughs> and, and such. That, that'd be pretty cool. This is a very solid list. I, I This is an excellent choice. Yeah, this is one that uh, when we're thinking about it i was like this is what we are looking for and i wish more games would do that which is like leaving you feeling like you did a lot having a lot of like yeah before we started recording i was saying that we don't 
have a lot of achievements like this that are just for random stuff mm-hmm. like this in the same way. That's just, yeah, just go kill a bunny and we're going to make fun of you for it because you went out and killed a bunny. <laughs> or, right. you know, just weird off the wall stuff. And they used to do that a lot more in the 360 era, uh, which is why it'll probably be my good list will probably keep coming from the 360. Because they just have a lot more fun stuff like this. They really went out and they went for it, man. Yeah. I mean, there was an achievement called the Whippersnapper. I mean, that's... It's the first one you're going to get. Oh, for real? Yeah, because it's... Oh, yeah, I see it. I see it, yeah. It's a story... Oh, wow. It's a unmissable story achievement. But yeah, oh. the fact that you can do all of these with your friends, uh, so even the collectible ones aren't necessarily that bad, because you can have a friend help you uh, and collect mm-hmm. everything. It's top notch. They need more stuff like this. I have not played Fable 3 as much. I don't think it's nearly this much fun. But yeah, I would check mm-hmm. it out. If you haven't played it, and a lot of people I know have played this, which isn't surprising because it's a kind of a big name game. <laughs> yeah, I got 59 friends that have. So it's. Uh... Yeah, I'm at uh, 80. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, almost everyone has. <laughs> So, I am not on that list. I have never played a Fable game in my life, but this is actually making me want to. This is I'll, I'll be I, honest. I would say do it. It's like it's on Game Pass. There's two DLCs. And hey, if you do the DLCs, I'll do the second one with you. Uh if you need to do the uh co-op stuff. Because uh-huh. you can see another person do it. It's I would recommend it. I think you're really gonna enjoy it. Not a long game to do either. I think it's uh like the base game says it's 30 hours. Uh and then DLCs, this one's three hours and this other one's five. So you're looking at like under 40 hours. Mm-hmm. Really not that bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Especially in comparison to some games that uh, we might have talked about last episode. Yeah, exactly. So this is... <laughs> this is Real uh, savings. Real savings. It's a value. Yeah, this is good <laughs> stuff. I, I think you'd dig it. Cool. Awesome. Well, I think that uh, we definitely uh, have uh, some solid examples of some good lists, bad lists. So uh, where can the the good folks let us know uh, what they thought? Well, if you like what we've chosen or dislike what we've chosen or somewhere in between, let us know about it in the podcast discussion channel uh, on the Discord. And if you have lists that you think, hey, they should talk about this or... Uh, hey, I always hated this list, or no, this game, this game's the best list, dude. You have no idea, dude. Let us know, man. Just just, just hit us up. You can at me. Slide into my DMs. <laughs> uh, fair enough, right? So we actually got some feedback last time, so yeah. thank you. Who Who's our number one fan now? Uh, that one guy, remember? Yeah. Yeah, him. him, that guy. Yeah, you know who you are. We don't even have to say your name, so thank you. Thank you for being our number one. Exactly. Thank you, that guy. all right guys well thanks for listening and uh hopefully we'll pick some more winners next time on one list two list bad list goodness see ya and what hello everyone i'm waka pale busy with all these new battle royales there is Three weeks in a row with a new Battle Royale release, starting with Super Bomberman R Online on the 27th of May, followed up by Super Animal Royale on the 1st of June, and finally Worms Rumble on the 8th of June. 
Superbomberman R Online is a 64-player Bomberman and it is pretty good if you like Bomberman. Contrary to Super Bomberman R, Super Bomberman R Online is potentially a very quick completion. Super Bomberman R Online is free to play, which lets you unlock all achievements with online matchmaking. But if you or a friend purchase premium for $10, you can earn all the achievements in private lobbies, making the completion trivial and the completion can be yours in less than an hour. The premium bundle also comes with characters with special abilities, unavailable to free-to-play players, giving them an unfair edge in public matchmaking. There is at least two members in the AH101 community who has purchased premium and is offering to help out in the Discord. All but one achievement can be earned with two players. The final achievement, Area Hog, which is unlocked by dominating an area in the Battle 64 mode, requires at least five players but can be earned in matchmaking with a bit of skill and patience by being the last bomber standing in one of the rooms. As Super Bomberman R Online is still a recent release, the ratios haven't settled yet, but at the moment its 1000 game score is worth around 2200 TA. As of recording, Worms Rumble has not been released, but should by now be available for $15. Hopefully it launches into Game Pass to get an instant player base. I'm cautiously optimistic about this 32 player Worms Battle Royale, but its Steam achievements appear very grindy, and there are not many players around half a year after release. Finally, the free to play top down twin stick shooter 64 player Battle Royale Super Animal Royale is awesome. A theme park featuring lab-grown anthropomorphic animals gets overrun by its creations who celebrate their newfound freedom by fighting to the death in the Super Animal Royale. The disturbing backstory and fast-paced violence is in sharp contrast with its colorful 2D graphics, animal puns and dance features. Game Pass subscribers can download a Founders Pack for free, but it only contains cosmetics. Right now, there are no pay to win mechanics in the game. The game is technically in super early access, but it feels more polished than many 1.0 releases. There are some minor bugs, and the tutorializing is lacking, but the core gameplay is great. There is very little downtime between matches, and there are very good bots, which can easily be confused for real players. The bots even cooperate in team modes. Matches are very fast paced on a rather small map for 64 players, but very varied and the circle of life shrinks quickly, surrounded by deadly skunk gas. Super Animal Royale has the shortest match times of any battle royale, with the exception of Trove. I've not timed them, but you can probably win within 5 minutes. The game offers a large amount of ranged weapons on top of the melee weapon you start with, Armor can be repaired with duct tape and health replenished using health use. The achievement list is easy, but will take you around 10 hours depending on skill and luck. You only have to win a single solo match and a single team match. The rest are cumulative for doing actions like healing up, duct taping armor, using campfires, armor damage, hamster ball kills, opening mole crates and probably the most difficult of them all, grenade kills. There are two types of grenades, explosive and skunk gas. 
The explosive ones deal plenty of instant damage but can easily be dodged. The skunk grenades create a damage over time cloud, which does not deal a lot of damage but can be used for area control. And if you're lucky, your opponents stay in it long enough to die. Your final achievement will likely be to play 100 matches. Throwing a match will take you around 2 minutes, including the 90 seconds of matchmaking. But if you play while there are many players online, matchmaking will be faster and you can enable or, or disable crossplay at will. You can also choose regions between Europe, America and Asia. As usual, there are only other achievement hunters on the Asian Xbox servers. I highly recommend Super Animal Royale. It is fast paced and the bots keeps matchmaking time low, making it great for a few matches now and then or an evening binge. Have a nice day everyone. Thank <laughs> you.